so we had some interesting interesting adventures to be sure last week but at the end of it all we definitely came out pretty well ahead having not only defeated Teklash the massive monstrosity who proved to be quite a terrifying threat we you also made our, <laughs> we also made our way down and finally confronted Gludvarge, the leader of the Cinderclaw cultists, their high priest, it seemed, who cared surprisingly little for his followers' lives based on the fireball. Yep. fireball. It, it was kind of anticlimactic after Teklash. Teklash did seem to be significant. Well, I mean, I don't know. The, the party was fairly... No, we weren't. Threatened. Uh, the fireball hit us pretty hard. And yeah, we but were, that like, was it. Half of us were high, and we'd fallen down a pit to get there. And... But even and with that... we were that... still high, actually. The, uh, the mushroom effect from the strange waving field of whatever fungus it ended up being still hasn't really worn off. I feel like we could sell that and... But... Fairly itchy, though. We left off down in the caves below with Renali having done something to fight off these cultists uh, appearing to have transformed into a massive bipedal spider to finally slay Gludvarge mm. biting into him with enormous fanged mandibles before turning back and since something that your piecemeal Mwangi was pretty sure implied that that was her actual form, but possibly mistranslated. Yeah, Unsure. I'm gonna Still pretend no that here. she mistranslated that because that is really creepy. But the immediate aftermath of that fight in the cave again falls mostly silent, but for air flowing through and a minor humming coming from the chamber beyond. Your light's illuminating a passageway that leads forth from this tiled room, clearly constructed long ago, now strewn about with the corpses of yet more of these pervasive cinderclubs. And uh, Renali, your blank stare, as she explained, uh, looks back to the rest of the party, back down the Glutfarge. Dot. Cinderclaw chief. Okay. Um. Any others before the gate? And She'll she, use uh, the the um, Mwangi word for gate because she knows it now. Yeah, at that point, and go see. You get, and go that, see. get that largely put together, and uh, she kneels down over Gludvarge's small little body oozing onto the tile floor here where she just ripped out the top of his shoulder and the side of his neck and starts patting him over before she pulls out a small necklace he has bound around him. Santa Claus here, of course, like all the ones before, bear similar badges, the gently smoking cloth. But Gludvarge doesn't actually appear to have one visible on him. He has Instead, a gently smoking claw. <laughs> nah. 
That's actually he fair. does. It is literally his hand, his weapon, I suppose. He's had, he got the big version. He got the full size. Uh, but around his neck, he has a small icon, gilded that looks almost just like an arrowhead, where the tip of the arrowhead itself is carved like a falcon. Its wings raised up, spread to make the sides of the arrowhead, hmm. and string running through the neck where it would attach to a shaft. Rinaldi pulls it up and uh, it's still attached to his neck, but points to it. This, this, Ingosi, key. It's the key to the gate. Yes. Okay. This, go home. We can use that to go to Mwangi. Yes. Okay. Um, we're happy to go back to Mwangi to help you. There are a few things we have to take care of in town first. Would you like to come back with us? Stay, be my guest. And she kind of looks up at the hole everybody come down through with the rope just gone now. And looks back. I hear in trap many nights, long nights. I take key return then how will we follow you there other side Mwangi Ekujai they know Ingosi they open we come later maybe how will they know when we want to come over? Do we have to signal them? Do we have to... Is it a, a specific type of uh, magic? It's just kind of a rubbing the arrowhead with their thumb and forefingers. The rest of you have no idea what they're talking yeah. about. As I, usual, I guess but I... clearly, uh, it's about this this necklace here. Is of interest to Renali in some degree. Pick up the cinder claw, brushes, add them to the collection. Yeah. <laughs> so like four more badges to your sack of cinder claw. Yeah, badges. we're up to Smoking like 17 now. Hack. It's pretty good. Um, and uh, it seems to work. If ever like the cinder claws don't like somebody, we just pour out a bag of cinder claw brushes, and they're like, "Oh, you don't like them." <laughs> um, but um, uh, let's let's see if there's any other clues as to uh, what their motivations were here. Uh, perhaps. Uh, See if there's any information on them. Um, I'll check them over for anything that looks interesting or useful or preferably like a journal. Or the something cultists like that. that had just been here, the boggards and the more of these small monkey beasts don't have really anything beyond uh, exactly what the ones above had borne. Mm. Uh, simple weapons, patchwork, handmade armor, uh, adorned with some occasional light trophies and nothing, nothing to indicate at all why or even how they're still alive down here mm. as there is no visible source of food or water anywhere they could have been consuming and by all accounts they've been trapped down here for well at least a week or two it's because the game doesn't render them till we get to the room <laughs> regardless i can see the code <laughs> They don't even seem to have any real supplies or anything beyond the arms and armor that they had brought through with them. And, uh, Rinali thinking, I... I don't 
Ngosi is door, it's can be open with Cinderclaw Chief here dead. Perhaps Ekujai can leave door open. Okay. Would you? Of course. You have done me a great help. I perhaps here forever. Die here. But you and she clearly isn't uh motioning the rest of the group. I'm translating me. this. This part? Yeah. Okay. You help me return. This is Thanks for a moment. What is word? This is a price borrowed. I owe. A debt. A debt. And she has, she's trying to put this out in like real simple common. Mm. She knows, she knows, as you start translating, she just starts dumbing it down further to the small bit of Talding that she knows. A debt. I owe you. Good to have friends. Uh, such debts are how friendships formed. And then I probably I'll realize that that's probably a bit too flowery for her to get. Uh, but that'll just kind of smile. <laughs> um. And she would just not. Friend, Yebo. Yebo. So you'll go home and we'll come back when we're ready. You, and back, going back to Mwangi, you have the symbol, old Ekujai god. Alceta. Alceta, you perhaps can understand Ingosi. It's hers. Can you show me? And she turns and just motions back towards the opening on the other side of the cavern. You can see. Okay. Oh, let's go look at it. Let's see what this is all about. Can, so, can I have a shoulder, please? Because I'd, I'd really. Oh like yes, yes, of course, of course, and try to catch. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Oops. yes. I'd, I'd catch. Uh, I'd also. I'd come around, and uh, as Dalrun was catching Esphus, I would slip in and kind of Esp- take Esphus to kind of the side of the room. Now, now, Esphus, how are you doing? Huh? You, you doing okay? question. I also have a question, but you go first. Is Renali really a really large spider? I'm not sure how that magic stuff works, but it certainly seemed like she certain she was at one point turned back into a human, so... But now my question is much more important than that. Remember that one time that you and Irene went off into the forest? Did you guys get down to the hot and heavy, or was that just in my imagination? You're speaking really fast. You. And Noreen. Remember the lumberjack lady? Has those help her out all the time? Uh-huh. 
Remember that one time you guys went off into the woods? I feel like you're trying to take cruel advantage of Esphus's no, no, compromised no, no. state. I would never. <laughs> but it appears to be exactly what you're doing. <clears throat> now, now, trying to pry into a man's secrets while his wits aren't fully about him. Shame on you, shame on you. Are you calling Esphus stupid? I'm Are calling you? him drugged. Now, Master nah. Dalren, that's how diplomacy works in the highest <laughs> levels of the aristocracy. Oh, Even yes, diplomacy. I know full well how the the, diplo the <laughs> diplomats of Kionan operate. Please, no need to remind me. <laughs> Elven diplomacy, also known as lying and thievery. <laughs> and drugs. And apparently drugging yeah, and poisoning. Yeah, but it just continues to get better the more we learn about it, really. <laughs> I like this established canon we're building here. Terrible yeah. and dark place, Keon. Yeah, Keon does not sound like a place you want to go alone. <laughs> yeah, take someone you really trust that definitely knows Elvin. <laughs> Let's go to the door. Ah, see, he's just one of the, he always wants to, you know, I find that real suspicious, Osmus, but, you know, I guess I'll let it go. That's very good of you, very good of you. And Rinali is already making her way over towards the doorways. It's already become quite clear that she is unbothered by darkness. And uh, strides off a little further, just barely where the, the far reaches of your light start to end before it fades into complete darkness that even you elves can't really see through. But you can tell it opens up into a, a very large chamber. Nuggetus. And as we all move forward, follow her, you end up revealing an enormous circular oh. chamber. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Walls and arching overhead, the high domed ceiling are decorated with spiraling curved designs throughout. And the circle of the outer reaches of the room, nearly a hundred feet around, are only broken at the north and the south ends. The north by what appears to be a square column jutting out with a large wrought double door set into it. And the southern end with a doorway leading to the bottom of some stairs you could even see from here, choked and filled with rubble. Mm. In the center of the room, there are six statues of tall, very finely made uh, elven figures placed around an old dry fountain in the middle of the room. Each of these figures facing outwards to six huge archways punctuated around the outsides of the room. Well, five, really. One of them looking directly towards you and towards the gaping hole that looks like it's been blasted out of the side of this room leading to the chambers you just came from. Mm. Every one of these archways is decorated in a completely different style and with a completely different theme. And on either side of the room, between each pair, are two sets of benches set against the wall to rest. Um, uh, you'll see Resme start to look around 
and she is turning and spinning and looking up and looking around so quickly that you're actually afraid she's gonna fall over. Uh, careful now, I'm already supporting Espis. I can't grab you too. I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> <laughs> just um, kind of lean him out just to get it away from my shoe splatter. Uh, I'm good. And with a shaking hand, she'll kind of put her hand on one of the statues as if she doesn't really believe it's real. Well, it definitely feels solid. It's old, very, very still, smooth, cold stone. It doesn't look like it's really been touched or disturbed. And who even knows how long at this point? Even the Cinder Claws don't really seem to have done much with this chamber. My, they, they seem to have been staying in that outrider room that you just came in from. Uh, the outlying, much more damaged chamber where they were, well, I guess, probably trying to figure a way out. The only other real signs of their presence here on the south side of the room by the crumbled staircase, uh, which if anyone goes even remotely near that, you can pretty clearly see the remains of a squished one of those monkey soldiers smashed underneath some of the rubble that have been knocked loose as he tried to clear it. Well, this looks like it appears to head back up to the vaults of Voltarian Citadel. Hmm. Um, Resme will uh, drop um, to her knees and start to pray. Um, you recognize that it's elvish, but there are words in there that you don't really understand. They're, they're clearly of elven origin, but they're archaic. It's kind of like the English version of speak, like Old English Learning would be to English. English. Yeah, yeah. Um, these prayers seem very, very old. Um, and you'll see tears run down her cheek. Look, Esmus, a bench. Let's let's go sit you down on that bench over there. Okay. I'm gonna walk him over to the nearest bench. Sit him down while Resme is doing her all set of things. And uh, Renali, kind of confused by your reaction. None of the iconography around the room, uh, bar one of them, actually seems to have anything to do with Alceta or Alcetan worship. The exception being the statue pointed directly at you as you came into the chamber, which is clearly a depiction of the goddess herself. Standing tall, her hair pulled together into one massive braid with a mask of a second face perched on the back of her head. Um, after about a couple of minutes, um, Resme will get up and she'll start going over um, to all of the doors and start looking very carefully at the iconography, trying to figure out what symbols she can pick out as relating to different places. Because um, she's assuming that these are probably gates that go to different places since it's all set as ring. All of the, the six archways, with the five remaining archways around the room and the one just leading into the rubble blasted hole, uh, they all look like they are carved stone openings to a door, but inside them is just completely flat, smooth, and polished stone. And uh, going around as you look at them, the, you can still see some of what would have been created around the hole that you entered the chamber from. There are some designs of lotuses and various icons sacred to Alceta. This entire what was once a gateway that's now demolished 
was devoted to her directly and specifically. The next gate down the wall is covered in images of crystals. It's upper regions of the arch depicting massive geometric stalactites hanging down over the front of the entryway. The third, the archway itself, is carved like a massive sunset. Uh, the architecture, much more plain, but no less skillfully wrought, looking almost like a, a very simple desert laying out around the sides of stone opening of assumedly where the portal would be. On the other side of the room, you continue around clockwise past the ruined stairs. The fourth clearly seems to be where the Cinder Claws and Granali would have originally come from. Not only is it decorated with images of hawks and moons interspersed with jungle vegetation and trees, this is the only one of the portals that is not flat, unblemished stone. Each of these archways is about 10 feet across and arcing up to uh, apex about 10 feet above the ground. And the, almost the full center of this one is charred, as if a massive fireball had struck it, burning across the front of the gateway. Is it damaged or just dirtied? It just looks dirty. Okay. It's like a blast of soot I across can, it. I, we can relate. It yeah. Looks, <laughs> it looks like someone was a little frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Well, a fireball spell, because uh, Gledvarge had cast exactly that mm -hmm. at you, is an instant flash of fire and heat. It's not even enough, really, to oddly enough, to start fires, because the heat itself is magical and comes and goes instantaneously. Uh, it leaves near nothing behind in its wake. Except he, for bodies. Well, these bodies, yeah. And uh, obviously, it's much more prone to damaging flesh, as that's kind of what the magic is designed to do. It's not really a forceful fireball. Like, it has, it would be difficult to blast apart even of like a basic wooden door with a fireball spell, because it's not really how that magic functions. But you wouldn't want to throw it around in a library. Probably no. Yeah. Paper's very flammable. But it would not leave something like this on flat stone. Okay. Hmm. What if he? It doesn't leave behind any it. soot. It would have to actually have burnt the stone. <laughs> what if every morning he wakes up <laughs> <laughs> for the two weeks or so that they were down here? <laughs> <laughs> what spells do you want today? I want three more fireballs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, God. You can't just keep throwing fireballs at the door. Give You're me three more fireballs. <laughs> I want to throw them at the door. It's It'll like, work. It'll I, work. I'm gonna disown you. We'll get through there eventually. <laughs> it's like if you were a paladin, I'd totally take it away. <laughs> this leaves two last portals. The one on the far west side and the one up to the left of this squared doorway on the northern end of the room. The second to last, interestingly, has images of wasps and whips. And near the bottom of the frame, carved as waves on the open seas. Anybody who's trained in religion, and certainly Rur, would immediately recognize not only that, but the statue near the dry fountain facing it as a depiction of Callistria, one of the more traditional inner sea deities that is commonly worshipped among humans. Um, and make me a religion check. More for the statue. 20. 
But 20, you would know it's not super common knowledge, even among... Calistrites? Calistrians? I have no idea what her worshippers would be called. Calories. I like it. They're calories now. Calories. Even among them... It's a cannibalistic them, religion. It would not be <laughs> terribly common knowledge that Calistria is actually one of the ancient elven pantheon. Uh, when the elves kind of branched out a little further and made more contacts with the newer races on Galarian, leaving the shelter of Kion and hoping the sky isn't going to blow them up again. They brought with them some of the more common facets of their worship. And Calistria, almost entirely, has at this point just been adopted worldwide. But it is an ancient elven deity. It's not anything like Abadar or Phirasma or any of them. It's not a, of human origin. The last gate actually is very similar. Surrounded by butterflies, stars, and Desnan iconography, you would also know that her worship traces back the same way. So we only recognize three of these. Yeah, you would recognize Alcida, well, you would immediately yeah. recognize Alistria and Desna. And then we, and we If you wanted the... to make me a couple of religion checks, that does leave three more that you yeah. don't know. Let's see if I had some special teachings. Yeah, uh, that is a 25. Uh, the second one, the door decorated with crystals and stalactites. The statue facing that one, the center, depicts Yulrol, who is the elven goddess of crystals and magic. Interesting. Uh, that's a 15. I don't know this one, probably. Uh, the next one you would recognize as Findeladlara, but wouldn't know anything really beyond the name and the very basis of her pantheon as being a goddess of architecture and art. If she's a specifically an elvish goddess because... These are all elven goddesses. But because I have the elven lore specialty and I was brought up trained in ancient elven religions, could I get a yeah, roll? Yeah, make me an elven lore check for that one. Yeah, see if you know the, the, the details. The most sensitive of all the elven gods. That's gonna be. That's, you know what? I'm not gonna use this for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so why the heck not? I need to roll a d20. I can use my session reroll of the day. It's blessed by Aww. the ding. Oh. Did the ding not bless it? It did not bless it. Uh, 12. Yeah, with a 12, uh, you would be able to confirm that all Rur knows really it's Finland Lara. And it was a largely an artistic god, considered to be abused for many elven bards. Was that the Sunset Gate? It's the Sunset and Desert Gate, yes. I wrote an excerpt on this last one. Oh, really? That's a 28. So, going around the I last one... I did a research project for this The one. last one on the left side. And I this fell is asleep during my religion gate. camp. This is the one that's facing what is assumedly the Mwangi Gate, the charred jungle one. And it, it makes sense. It'd be one that's a little more well-known among the inner sea regions outside of old ancient elven cultures is Ketephys, the elven god of the hunt. <laughs> what? How, how He's writing down the I'm trying to write these gods down and like you said, the, the last two that you've told me, including that one, are like, I have no freaking <laughs> your, idea. Uh, it's Yorol, Lara, and Ketephys. Lara. I don't know why no, Fendalid Lara. just write it down, forehead. Come on. Sup, <laughs> Monocle? Just write it down as Fendal and Lara. <laughs> I'm high, and even I'm getting this. 
just the usual spelling, you know. I'm high and yeah. I know it's spelled names. in the usual way. Fiddle and Laura, Fiddle and Laura, it's spelled exactly how it's spelled in the usual way. Yeah. Got it. Got Maybe Master because Dollar, I'm high, I know. Now these you names. know why I didn't pay attention in religion class because I figured if I couldn't spell them, I was just gonna nap. And I gotta throw some more apostrophes in yep. there. Yeah, yeah. At go. least three. At I least would say. three. I don't know where you two specifically got this idea that elven names all must contain 19 apostrophes because there's actually not an apostrophe in any of these. We're doing Token, it. Mainly. Token. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. I'll give you that one. Uh, but this last one, Ketaphis, uh, the god of hunting, the god of the moon and the night, is almost directly an analog to Aristotle. Okay. Uh, but he is, as a, would be make sense for ancient elven society, though Aristotle, Aristotle, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure, I think it's Aristotle actually, is more on farming and subsistence than hunting. Ketaphis is hunting, survival, providing. And it, they are just two sides of the same coin, where Arostol certainly is more applicable to modern inner sea life, where everyone lives in walled cities uh, with farms providing their foods. The ancient elves didn't have any of that, especially down in places like the Mwangi jungle, where it's almost impossible to cultivate anything because it's too lush and everything just grows wherever it wants all the time. Sounds like they need some slash and burn farming. <laughs> Ketaphist, no, no, just joke, just joke. <laughs> kind of encapsulates the spirit of the hunt and uh, almost respect for quarry and their sacrifices for elvenkind as well. Everything has its purpose, use every part, etc. Druids will worship Ketaphist. It is very a lot. druidic, yeah. Oh, by I'd... the way, we're, if it's not too much trouble, could you take a look at these injuries I have? <laughs> Probably. So Still focused on caring for his good friend Esvis. It's kind of like that. Esvis kind of leans on that shoulder. I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, that's badly yeah. burned, isn't it? <laughs> God, that hurt. Bloodbarge actually hurt a lot. And I'll just kind of nonchalantly come over to you and uh, slap something on your wound. Let's see I mean, what happens. Who, all's, who all is hurt right now? Because I imagine everyone's Pick me. fairly injured from that last battle. Yeah, Bloodbarge that actually bad. That stupid claw kept following me around the room. Was a fairly deadly foe. So kind of realizing now. That we did our job. Kind of realizing here the extent of your wounds. The area seems at this point safe. There is still the doorway to the north and the stairs to the south. The stairs seem collapsed and the doors are closed and enormous. No one's going to come through that stealthily. You know, it occurs to me. This is... Well, I'm not sure it's behind those doors to the north, but if there's no other way out of here, then... We have a long walk back. Well, we can just climb them right there. Huh? Your shoulder is very warm and it hurts. I don't know why. Is my ear blistered and just... <laughs> Got cauliflower ear? <laughs> Out to here? <laughs> Throughout this room, it doesn't take a any kind of detect magic or read aura to tell that there is an incredible amount of magic just pervasive throughout the entire chamber to the point where it is literally audible a continuous hum not really seeming to emanate from everywhere but presence nonetheless just ringing through your head constantly not unpleasant but certainly odd and unusual and we're 
How many people can you trade at once in this place? So it's, it's four? Yeah, it goes up by double with each rank. Ah, so you can actually just help yeah. everybody. Everybody. Yeah. And legendary is like, doesn't even double, it just goes to a big, uh, ridiculous number. <laughs> so, let's line everybody up and see what the semi-stupefied halfling can do. Going for expert. No one's hurt. <laughs> These are positive changes. So as you sit down and try to treat everybody, but, uh, with these fairly oh, but we're gonna we're gonna do that. Points. Yeah, so he, take he, that he'll hurt us yet. Yeah, I'll I'll make it hurt. I'll Hold get on. that net one someday. There you go. All right, so that is a twenty-seven. It doesn't crit, but everybody gets a nice two D eight plus ten. Your hands are very cold. Yes. Four. Mm. Okay. That's like 25 to me. <laughs> yeah. 25 yes, health it is. restored to everybody. Nice. Seven I think we're all pretty fine. Good mm-hmm. I am not fine yet, but I'll wow. take it. Fine uh, but you, you, you have the wounds and the burns, so in the middle of doing this, you're going to get a battle medicine. Watch doesn't quite heal you. Did you just grind a granola bar into my yes, wound? Yes, I did. <laughs> nice! I, I grabbed a granola bar instead of the salve. It doesn't really heal anything, but it wasn't enough to hurt you. I mean, that's a good way to debris a wound, know, I suppose. works for me. Yeah, it works for me. <laughs> I don't see what the problem is. So as Bruce sets everyone down for 10 minutes to tend you here in the emptiness of Alceta's ring, everyone seems to have calmed down a bit. Renali has sort of stayed a bit at a distance, but over close to the last door of uh, Cataphys, the Mwangi gate that's burned. And as everyone kind of sits, she is in common. Hunter's Gate. Ekujai name. Okay. Alright, they call it the Hunter's Gate. That, okay. That makes sense. Cataphys is a hunter. All have name I understand and just shrugs yeah. we, we understand order doesn't particularly that's matter, yeah if, you, if you're worried about notating specifically where each gate is it's not I doubt you're gonna be like you know which gate do you go into get the number right it's not relevant the specific position of each gate around the room um obviously Dalren would be much more aware of that physically being in the room and being able to see the different carvings on each one so don't, don't worry about that I don't have to direct somebody there on a cell phone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> trying to call someone. No, the second gate to the right after the broken one. Yeah, it should look like a desert and a sunset. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. What statue's facing that one? They're going to No, you're on the, the wrong ocean. side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't go in that one. So. Not unless you like swimming. Um, The hole up there. How big is it? Uh, The hole's about five feet across. The one that you'd come down through. Back in the other chamber? No, the oh. one that leads up through the ceiling where the thing crashed through. The staircase. The, the, staircase. the collapsed staircase. So, yeah, the staircase is just wrecked on the southern side. That's just completely filled with rubble. This is, as Dalren guessed, the, probably the bottom of the stairway you'd found up in the basements of uh, Citadel Altarian, which was, it's completely jammed. So there's, like, no holes or anything? Yeah, there's no way up through it whatsoever. Okay. And it's all 
very haphazard. All of the rock and stone and rubble that's jammed in there is precariously placed. Got it. It doesn't take any kind of a check to see that just trying to tunnel it away, especially from the bottom, mm -hmm. is how you end up like the cinder claw who is currently smashed underneath all of it. Mm -hmm. All um, right, yeah, we get a long walk back. Unless those double doors up there happen to have a secret back stairway behind it. It's fine. We just go through the portal and we walk back to the citadel. It's fine. We don't have to go back through the caves. What portal are you talking about? The, the one with the key that we have, right? It goes to Mwangi. Are and you then we just walk, walk back from Mwangi. It's fine. Do you know where Mwangi is? The short, Outside. The short one is dropped. Technically true. But no, no, not We're a good not idea. outside. That is. Hmm. It does make a certain sort of sense if you kind of don't think about it too much, I suppose. That's uh, what a lot of people do. Uh, well, we should go and, uh, first off, I suppose, um, I, I know that the, the Cinderclaw cultists didn't have anything in particular interesting on them, for like at least the, line, the rank and file, but uh, yeah, Blood, Blood Barge, Barge, however, does definitely have some interest. Uh, your magical cantrips between the two of you, Rare and Resme, would be able to identify that, of course, the smoking gauntlet he bears, right. massively, largely an oversized version magic. of the Cinderclaw icon, clearly is magical, as is the arrowhead amulet around his neck, and also his chainmail. Oh, okay. A more magical chainmail. Nice. Is it chainmail or is it a chain shirt? Well, he's small and it's fairly light, so it'd be a chain shirt. It's, okay. not, it's not heavy and multi-layered. And you would be able, with your, uh, your stuff to be able to identify that. Yeah. And as you look over what he has, as he is clearly bearing a good deal more gear and much more extravagant gear than his allies, uh, you would also find that tucked into a pouch behind the buckle of his belt, he has a unique cinder claw icon. Hmm. His much larger than the smoking ones the rest of them bear, and his seeming to be forged of solid gold. That looks like money. That looks like money. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say forged of solid money? He's from the Texas part of Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who's looking over at Gludbart who uh, finds I mean, this as you're, you're going through? So you, you Nobody would this. trust me to be doing that right now. You pull out, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so Resme pulls out this symbol uh, nearly the size of her whole palm, <clears throat> carved seemingly from this gold directly, not simply plated with it, well, like many manufactured golden symbols would be. That will be worth a pretty penny, just melted down. Absolutely. Um, wow. Okay. Uh... You're going to go home with the amulet, right? She nods. She's going and home with the amulet? She nods. And Mongi, I <clears throat> have been here long. I would like to. That's how she... The gates need keys to open them. And this amulet is the key to that gate. It's how they got through. Okay, but, but we can just... Leave the amulet. Can here. we leave the amulet here? Can we just have the amulet here to open the gate, and she just goes through, and then we take the take it and keep it? I don't know how the magic works. I can try to 
talk to her about it, but she's not particularly trained in that area, and my knowledge of the language is barely conversational so far, but I'll give it a go. Well, let's see. I mean, because I, I think it would be good if uh, we could keep these <clears throat> keys here as opposed to having them be off in the jungles of Mwangi again, which certainly uh, fell into the wrong hands the last time they were there. I know um, that everyone's having a good conversation, but I am not a responsible elf right now. Are we investigating the double doors yet? Uh, no, 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 I don't think so. I think, I mean, if we, we could, I suppose. I guess, because there might be some... <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't open any more doors until you feel better. <sighs> I have actually... Oh, we still have a, a lesser antidote. I wonder if this would help. I have no idea if this will help. Rue, do you think this will help? Maybe asking my you skin. was not the right... My skin is shiny. I don't... It's not my inside. They're still glowing. They're right. not going to stop glowing. Oh. That's what the antidote is for. Oh. I like my Yes, yes, desperate times, desperate times. Funk, Oracle. So cramming an antidote into Esmus' mouth and forcing it down. Um, that doesn't immediately seem to do anything, but it's not really how, like, it's not magical. It's an alchemical tincture that just makes him more likely to fight off the effects himself. What flavor is it? Mint. <laughs> Mint. Esmus is not too happy about that. I would not be it too happy. It's always mint. It was meant to be better. As he chokes that down, feeling that kind of tingle, the minty freshness <laughs> go down his throat. And now his insides just kind of itch too. I'm sure that's I'm I'm sure that's the second the second stage of fairness. Yes. We'll we'll go with that. <laughs> and Manali looks to resume. They do not seem well. What happened? Um, they went through the grass and they got it on themselves and now they're sick. And she looks down and like the, the lower part of her legs are faintly glowing just because everyone walked through it. And she looks down. It glows. It does not harm. Uh, it may not harm some people, but some people are more resistant. Resistant. Um, fight it off better. Huh. I. Can we help them? Your beast. Yeah, he may not be in good enough. Uh, His mind's not working right. I'd like to imagine that even under the effects of this, he's still semi-coherent. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, like, stupefied yeah. one. You're not completely... You can still cast spells, like, 80% of the time, which is a pretty precise art. So you're not totally out of it. I don't know if he can heal himself. Perhaps... Hunter's Gate. Ekujai. They help? Um, maybe. Where is he? Where's the key? Me. Hold your hand out for it. <laughs> Just pick up Gladbarge's whole body scan. <laughs> 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 Open. Do you... Wow, hey! Do you need to take this through with you to get there, or can we open it and you go through? I... 
do not know. Well, I something accursed. Assume Bloodbarge apparently couldn't leave. He had this key. Yet his violent attempts to score his way through the gate have apparently shown that he can't leave with this. There must be something else that we need. I don't know. Doors. I've never used the gate. We may need to check the doors. Maybe there's something behind the doors. Does it look like the doors have been moved by the Cinderpaws? They do not know. They look like they haven't been disturbed. They were down here for two weeks and they didn't open a set of doors that was literally right in front of them. They're pretty massive doors, but uh, no. Uh, each of them has a massive iron ring on the front to pull them open. It doesn't appear to have any kind of a locking mechanism. That's not to say what could be barring it from their side, perhaps, but no, they look completely undisturbed. Yeah, because there's no way that... that the Gludvarge wouldn't have just left if he was marooned here. There'd be very little reason for him to sit here for weeks on end if he could just open the gate and go back home. I, At least come back with an excavation team. I don't know. She makes it sound like there's other people on the other side of the gate that may be able to open it. I don't know enough about how it works. Maybe people on the other side can stop you from coming through if they don't want you there. I have no idea how this magic works. Well, let's see if we can't figure it and puzzle it out. Um, I guess Dalren will help and assist and try to recall what he knows about what his, his upbringing and his teachings to see if he can try to figure out how this is supposed to piece all together. Can I so, get a knowledge or a comment? So the, the, the portal itself? Yeah. Yeah, just how to make it work. Like with the key, I've got this key amulet here. Is there? Can I try to figure out like if there's something missing? Slap it. If there's like a socket for it? If well, there, maybe have if we the, tried it? Or are we still just holding it and talking about it? Well, I don't we're, know. We're how, gonna how, how does trying work? I'm trying to figure out how trying works. Uh, the easiest way to figure that out would be to identify either the magic in the amulet itself or in the portal. Though, if you do have uh, elven lore, again, yeah. would definitely function here. I can do that. I can definitely do that, too. Nat 20. Uh, 26. Okay. So that'll be a 27. 27 with, with a, with a critical, natural, 20. natural 20 critical yeah. success. Uh, you would know that throughout the elven realms in Galarian, these portal circles, these Ayodara, are, are not super uncommon. Uh, while this one clearly is much, much older uh, than even the most ancient ones that you were aware of, uh, throughout any of the still existent Elven Realms, throughout Kionin, throughout their holdings in Osiria and Mongi, any of that, the Ayudara don't normally function like this anymore. But, as far as you would know of the ancient ones, the keys are pretty direct and almost literal. Uh, you take it, you place it against the portal, and it opens. Oh. Step through, destination. There's... Um... Activating the magic to close them is a bit of a different thing, because that requires knowing how to use the item itself, the key. So but again, this is a uh, mechanic that has been long since abandoned. There's no point in sealing Ayudara because their whole purpose is convenience. Honestly, I don't feel particularly comfortable going through until I know how this thing works, because then we won't be able to get back. Well, let's see if we can't figure it out. Uh, perhaps if we put our heads together, we'll uh, have a bit 
more luck than Gludvarge did over two weeks. Uh, if we're going to do that, let's go back to town. We don't have enough food to stay down here for two weeks, and they look like they need a nap. Well, still. It's too bright to have a nap. And we don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. But we have to figure out how it works first. Let's let's do that. At least did, did let's you, look at it. Yeah, for a bit. I, yeah, I handed it to her. So she'll take it and smile and uh, turn back towards the gate here and just touch the tip of the arrowhead towards the charred stone. And uh, as she does, you immediately start to see an effect. The stone itself starts to shimmer and wave a bit. Passing from a polished but relatively mundane gray, growing to a bright orange. The color emanating out from the center, almost in tendrils, reaching towards the edges of the archway. As it starts to move and warp after over a couple seconds, as Rinaldi smiles, watching the portal open, you see through it for a moment. It starts to become a bit almost translucent, and you can you feel you can see beyond, but you can't make out exactly what it is. Mm. A quick blast, a surge of flames before it all disappears, leaving just a blank stone face again. Mm. A smile falls off Renali's face immediately. He taps it again. It's a stone. Understand the charred door. The charring came from the other side. Something happened to shut the gate down. Yep. It is broken. Huh. May I? She hands the key over to you. Um, Maybe. Dolores is going to try to work to try to figure this out. Okay. So if you want to try to figure out what exactly this portal he is, that's fundamentally going to be identifying magic. Cool. So it's the 10 minute activity that's going to take some kind of a well, identify magic check to sort this out. I can do that. I Gilbert, what are you doing this whole time? You're just kind of around watching stuff happen. This is magic and it's beyond you. You're a simple man. <laughs> you have no idea what's happening over here. That gives me a fantastic, a fantastic opportunity to sit everyone down again. In an hour. Oh wait, no, you don't have it. Every don't have ten the, minutes, uh, right? Every, every other, have, every other ten minutes, right? Because you have the, but uh, then continuous, continuous recovery. That's yeah. it. So it'd be a bit longer, but while everyone is sitting down to sort of work out <clears> the magic, yeah, you could again try to tend to everybody's wounds here. Uh, bring Espis off of his bench over towards Hunter's Gate to treat oh. him there as well. <laughs> just lay him on the ground. <laughs> so we'll do, you can do yours first because yours is nice and simple, and it just makes everyone's health numbers go bigger. Expert. Nah, clearly failure. not. Uh, 27. Okay. So 2d8 plus we're going to take the same 2d8 for a 7 and a 3. So 20. a 23. Uh, okay, 20. that point magical. 10, 20, yeah. 20, yeah. 20 health to everyone with a second line of treatment. And as he's doing Mental that, you are trying to suss out the secrets of this arrow in portal. Correct, yeah. Studying the carvings, and, the runes, uh, the proportions. I guess Assuming I will try Assuming you guys are well. together, yeah. yeah. Resume is going to, with her ability to do it in one minute, definitely going to be able to figure this out a little faster. And what skill do you use? Arcana? Arcana. Or what's your modifier? It should be plus nine. Plus nine, you say. So as you sit down to look at it, 
Dalred kind of starts figuring out the like the falcon iconography. It's obviously a symbol of Ketifus itself somehow, but what exactly it is supposed to do, you work out that it is in fact the key, and it seems to be perfectly functional. There's nothing wrong with this. This arrowhead is in perfect standing. It has no issues, the magic is still working exactly as it should. Beyond that, it is much more than just a key. In addition to its ability to unlock the Portal of Hunter's Gate, it is a powerful relic of Ketifus. And it can be infused by anybody to attune with it, which would make you, well, significantly better at following and hunting specifically designated prey. <laughs> hey, buddy. Dalren said we should put our heads together. Come here. Come here. There's nothing uh, wrong with alrighty. this key, Dalren. The issue I'm, I'm, has I'm to coming. be on the other side. Uh, then perhaps the magic of the gate itself. Uh, recall uh, when it's, uh, it came to uh, ma the magic to close a gate was separate from the key itself. Uh, perhaps if we study the gate, we can figure out how that works. Is it working yet? That's gonna take a lot of time. It took. It'll take maybe a little minute. longer. Okay. No, it will take me one minute to look at a single s grouping of symbols and know what they mean. This gate is far more complex than that. I think that there are a lot well, of different magics at work here. But youngsters you could, are so impatient. You could still quickly try to assess I mean, the gate as I'll, a whole I'll, I'll give it a go. Like a surface level. It's still the plus nine. Mm -hmm. oh, you can actually just roll this one because this isn't like to identify an item or anything, so this isn't secret. But it could be. But it's not. That's pretty, that's a big secret right there. Yeah, well, she's right. It definitely doesn't seem like something she could figure out given one minute. Oh. Well, I mean, given 10 minutes between two of us, Perhaps so. Perhaps actually, given the given the involvement of uh, the religious iconography here, perhaps together we can work together and see how we can work it out. I uh, know what. It means that I'm hungry and I should have something to eat. That sounds like an excellent way to spend the next ten minutes. <laughs> you can sit down, pull some rations out of your bag, let the uh, still very itchy cleric and your <laughs> ancient elven lore friend try to take a crack at it. So are you, was one of you going to aid or are you going to attempt independent checks here? I'm do doing religion own? and I would imagine you're doing arcana. I'm going to have to do arcana. Okay, so you do your own, separately. your own lines of research here to try and figure this one out. So yeah, again, you, you guys can go ahead and roll these. Ah, oh, that's uh, only a 12. Yeah, 23. There we 12, go. Yeah, with a 12, it, it's clearly a lot of Ketifus iconography. It but appears as far as to the... be made of stone. <laughs> This jerky is so good, Master Dalrin. Do you want some? Uh, oh, well, he gets once... distracted by the food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> helps himself to some jerky at a good time. But uh, Rur, as you were too, using a, using a bit of your own magic, some of your own cantrips to try and unweave this sort of much like you would an item or a rune, you can tell that. This is an incredibly powerful artifact of conjuration. Portal magic is conjuration. That makes sense. It's it's what it's supposed to be on the surface. The magic's all there. But two things stand out to you as interesting. First of all, this magic in the portal 
is it something akin to a dimension door or even a teleport that would send you throughout the world? The magic in this portal is substantially more powerful than that. Interdimensional, even. This portal does not lead to Mwangi. It leads to another plane. Also, busted. This is your problem. The key is fine. This enchantment has been pretty severely damaged. It's fixable with some know-how and some work, but it's not only going to take some time, it's also probably going to take some significant work to the physical structure of the portal itself, which requires tools and probably knowledge that the five of you don't really have. Not to mention more manpower. It's what I feared. I don't have enough jerky to share with everyone. And the portal's broken. Everything's <laughs> horrible and my day is ruined. I'm gonna get to go trek back to the dang caves. Um, however, uh... It's starting to look more and more like you're gonna have to make the Renali. Gate broken. We can fix but you will have to come back with us as my guest. Sorry. I, eh, no, no. This is no fault of you. This is <clears throat> perhaps good. Stops more cinder claws. None follow. Ingosi damaged? Yes. But we will be your hosts and you will be a guest in our home and we will make you very comfortable. It's not <sighs> Of course. Gift I will return in time. As, appro as is appropriate. Um, <sighs> this is going to take a lot of work. How, how damaged would I feel it would be? Not not time-wise, but like how bad did this get messed up? Not terribly. Happened? It's it's mostly intact. Most of the enchantment is still there. Most of the magical work and everything, the enchantments themselves that have been applied to the stone and beyond are all still there. It is exactly just damaged. Something happened to it that ruined the alignment it has across planes so that it's basically out of sync. And that's causing it to, fortunately, instead of just sending you into the depths of space, <laughs> just not do anything. Maybe that. Maybe the rest of the center. It wouldn't even be the depths of space. It would be the the space between dimensions. It would literally just be the nothing. It would limbo. Just, you would limbo is yeah, exactly just what you it would be. nothing in the dimensional shamblers. That's a dimension. So, Absolutely. So good news. Did not doing that. It's just not connecting to anything. So it needs to be realigned. Yeah. Let's start back to town. Well, wait, let's... We There's probably should investigate first. that door first before, before we go and trek all the way back to town. But no one else has checked the door. Why don't we just leave it there as a mystery? So you want to model our planning and behavior on Gludvarge. No, I was just kidding, but I wanted to see the look on your face. I think we can, I think <laughs> we can stop touching heads now. I think it worked. All right, so <laughs> these the whole I time. suppose. Yeah. I suppose <laughs> These doors look pretty heavy. Um, 
Buddy and Dalrin, you want to give me a hand? This isn't... Are the rings conveniently located at the right height where I could yank on them, or are the rings like... Yeah, it's a red look like they were placed okay. for normal elven-sized people. Okay. Yes. The, the rings are not ten feet off the ground, like, ah, dang it. It's like some elven architect's like, this is going to be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> see open this <laughs> years. No so one will have invented idiots. footstools. It's going to be the biggest broom closet they ever saw. Giant brooms and everything. So in a moment of inspiration, I'll push my way past you, reach all the way up and grab a hold of that, and I want to try as, and open it. As you hanging. grab it, it raises. The I just go up with ring you. goes up. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though. Fire. Picking her up off the ground, as both of the doors move forward out of their frame, lifting a couple feet off of the ground. Uh, Rur, you might want to let Rur, go. You should let, let go. go. Guys, guys, what's happening? <laughs> Just let go. Let, let go. go. <laughs> Behind them, a massive figure is revealed, kneeling it down on the ground, what must be near 15, 20 feet tall standing, with each half of this enormous door attached to one forearm. The figure is clad in ornate and extravagant ancient armor, uh, but appears to be fully sculpted from huh. something, like a massive construct or a golem. Are you still holding onto the door? Until I got about six or seven feet off you. Yeah. He's not going to go that high. It goes about a foot or two off the ground as he raises him up to make room for himself. So then, it could pick you up. And just then yeah, I'd going. still be holding on. That is the most elaborate, ostentatious door opener I have ever seen in my life. And as it moves, the door is wide and unfolds itself from the frame, forcing the group of you back towards the fountain, filling much of the space the doors once took. It raises its head to the group and rumbles out, The custodian of Alcida's ring dwells beyond. Only those who bear the symbol may pass. His voice, almost a toneless rumble. Huh. No motion visible through the slot in the front of the helmet with what looks like almost a simplistic facade of a face carved underneath. Okay, uh, let's let's try that one first. Well, it's a security golem, uh, so it seems to be asking for, uh, I'll set a symbol. Oh, uh, you, you have the uh, symbol, it, it, see, if, see if that works. It could also be asking for a key to one of the gates. No, Gledvar. Are you holding up the through. symbol or the key right now? My symbol. As you hold up your symbol, it bows its head and clank, clank, slams both doors down to the side as it kneels out the side of the doorway. Ah, see, Gledvar could have been able to, to get past it if it was this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As he slams those down, Rush <laughs> and tumble across the stone here. I did it, guys. I opened the door. <laughs> huh. Okay. It moves aside. No doors behind. Oh, very, very... That's quite an elaborate security system, I have to say. But let's see what we have back here. We're just getting launched yeah. somewhere. <laughs> it's wordless afterwards. Just kneeling. It's, uh, it's two-part door placed back together and planted on the stone, uh, but just leaving the opening unbarred. Well, that would explain why he couldn't get through. Beyond is a very plain rectangular room. Incredibly simple. 
devoid almost entirely of decoration. The only flat walls present in Alceta's ring. Hmm. Containing a couple of empty wooden chests, a few old wooden tables, certainly not in ancient elven style, much more modern, and a few sets of largely barren shelves. Very Spartan. It's almost completely empty. Only a couple errant scraps of paper remaining on the shelves and one left place on the table. That's... Hmm. I think with this golem here, they could put something more expensive. Mm. Well, let's see what we have. Things, uh, things aren't always what they seem. Uh, turn on uh, detect magic. With a quick cast of your spell, you detect the overwhelming conjuration <laughs> are present in the chamber as a whole, but nothing in this small room beyond. Interesting. I'm going to stand up and yell out, what if the Hell Knights took everything? Well, the Hell Knights did have this symbol that they left back up in the Citadel, so perhaps that was how they got past the Golem. It's also possible that this was the Guardian's room, that they left, somebody was always supposed to be down here guarding the gate to make sure that nothing could come through that wasn't intended, and this is where he slept, and when they left, they took everything with them, I agree. Just had the Golem here the whole time. Goodness, can you imagine sleeping next to this? Well, as long as you You'd have You'd be behind it, fine. so you just have golem booty sticking yep, into the room. Because he's got the torch in the front, but he'd still be just as massive. He'd take up almost that whole chamber. It's it's like that episode of Winnie the Pooh. Just, just got Pooh's butt right there the whole time. You um, missed me with this reference, and I think I'm okay with it. Really? I missed you? We're going to talk. Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's just go in there and see what we have. Ooh, Maybe there'll bug. be something they left behind. Going in and looking around, the little bits of paper seem to largely be just scraps that have fallen out of ancient ledger, ledgers or records. Not really ancient, though, only a decade or so old. Uh, and they are Hell Knight records, mm. actually. Looks like little bits that have been left behind by the Order of the Nail, uh, while they had been using this room as an office or a record storage of some sort. Finally, for certain, confirming that they were fully aware of the existence of Alcetta's ring, and at least some degree of its function, if they were able to get past the skull intact. Mm. The only one that seems to be a full bit of paper, a full document of some sort, a full page, is the page on the wooden table itself, left there. Which, as you look at, is a certificate of some kind, embellished, signed, notarized twice uh, by what appears to be one of the highest paralectors in the Order of the Nail. Is it Infernal? It isn't. It is in Talden. Talden. Okay. Although it does have some uh, Infernal phrasings around the borders on the top and across the bottom. Just accentuations. But the paper itself, as far as you can tell, appears to be the deed to the entirety of Hell Knight Hill. Citadel Altarian included. Yet. Well, so the Hell Knights wrote up their own deed for their own castle that they built in the middle of nowhere. Oh, I get it. Only the worthy shall pass. If huh? we got this far and we were worshippers of Alceta and we figured it out, they figured that we were knowledgeable and strong enough to be able to take control of the Citadel and responsibility for the portal. The Hell Knights? 
Yeah, that makes sense. They're all about strength, knowledge, and being ruthless, and that all of those things should get you power and knowledge and answers. It makes perfect sense. I don't think you quite appreciate the... I think you're giving the Chalaxian society uh, way more credit than it deserves. What does it say in Infernal, since I now speak it? Uh, it would just be brief, like the... I guess the infernal equivalent of like a pluribus unum. Yeah. Just little, little bits of legalese it, and it, shellish it, saying across the top. It's strong says, above the weak below. Like, there you go. It's, <laughs> that's exactly right, yeah. Or, or I got In you In all back. things order. Um, Just well, common governmental shellish things. The strong guide, the weak obey. So, <laughs> yeah. upon hearing all this talk of the deed, I'm going to sit up and sober up for a second. Could you say that again? You found a what down here? A piece of paper. With <laughs> just running on over. The, the what, though? It has Inferno on it. Yeah, but what is it? It says that this keep is ours now. Oh, finally. This is the whole reason they sent me here. Because no one has, th now we have this. Fantastic. Well, I guess that answers the mystery then, if you're wondering who actually owns this place. Apparently it's whoever holds, holds this paper, which at yeah. the moment is all of us. Maybe, now, at this point- train in society? Somebody here, it's not Extinction Curse. Somebody's actually, yeah, yeah, I really right? yeah, like, yeah. Society check, I think. I'm not used to people. <gasps> not 20! How would you roll a 20 when I roll a 19 both times? Because <laughs> I'm a jerk. So you would both, uh, you would both be beyond aware that that is in fact exactly how the deed works. Uh, it is, as far as Chelish Law is concerned, uh, legal rights to the possessor, which for something like the entire order of the nail to write up largely makes sense because it is in a castle that they have fortified. <laughs> so I mean, if somebody is in here and has the deed, they have already successfully sieged the castle. Exactly. They don't need further legal protections for that. I mean, that's, that was my point. <laughs> congratulations, you win. See, like if, it's, if they put the, if they put just they, they own it, they could have gone like, wait, stop, that's illegal. But but uh. With your uh, with your critical success and probably yours as well, the nineteen, I imagine, what'd you end up with? Uh, I wound up with a uh, twenty-seven. But also, you would both be critical successes. Uh, you would be aware that though the spirit of the law is largely in power, order, the strong, the strong lead, the weak obey, Chelyax, Chelyax, mm. hurrah, demons. Uh, there is a little more to it than that, and that even with this deed, the order of the nail themselves could have perfectly legal ground to contest your ownership of the Citadel and Hell Nightdale. Yeah, they'd contest it with an but, army. But only this. <laughs> well, they could contest it with lawyers. Also an army, but... Yeah. <laughs> and army and lawyers. Anybody can contest you with an army. I mean, really, you that's don't how need, it works. like, deeds to do that. According to Chalish law, it's like, oh, you mean that country that we're not in? Yeah. That one? Well... Well, Isker is... I'm actually unsure if it's completely a Chelish colony? I know it started as a Chelish colony. I'm actually not 100% positive on if it's still a Chelish colony. Come back to me on that one because I'm not going to like off the cuff make a GM decision that's legally binding a Chelish law. Fair but uh, I believe it's still a colony of Chelyax. I, I so, would argue they failed to defend their copyright for too many times, <laughs> but we'll see what Regardless, I don't think you're in here hold up in a Chelish court. <laughs> Do you um, have a flag? We're back to the statute of limitations. <laughs> <Our> flag. <laughs> I, uh, but at the moment, legally, uh, legally, only a Marelector or a Perelector of the Order of the Nail could contest your ownership if you have this paper. Mm. 
nobody else could take this and be like, no, it's my castle. Like, Tyrannus couldn't say things. <laughs> Tyrannus couldn't. I'm like, well, it's your castle. My hands are tied. I have well, to go ask that. Well, anyone can take this and say it's their castle. We are talking. Let's <laughs> <a> go <total> stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Before right. I vomit all over the floor again, can I please go home? Yeah, let's get you home. Nali <laughs> would breathe confusion of not being able to read Taldane or Infernal with no idea what we're talking about would ask you to simply uh, explain to her. This means the castle's ours now. I think that's weird, but uh, I miss here, perhaps? How is ancient castle of Egujai kind human paper. So I think this castle f- was built around this she doesn't portal. know there's a castle. She's only seen all set as right. I know. She doesn't know that she's only seen all set as right. Yeah, she thinks this is it. She's not aware that there's a castle. There's a castle up there on top of all of these caves. It was built there to protect this portal. We'll t- you'll see it as we go through. <laughs> castle. Human castle. Yes. Elven castle now, mostly. French. But, and she would I'll, I'll honestly largely have the same thought because three elves would appear to be their page and <laughs> that guy. So Found him somewhere bodyguard of some sort as far as she can tell as all he's done is throw himself at things to be in front of the elves so like as far as he can tell is interesting fate that returns to elven kind it's even more interesting that it returns to the hands of an Alcedon worshipper indeed oh yes now that we collectively own property could we please agree that our group needs a name? I'm gonna barf on my shoes. I like your spirit, but I think we need a better name than that. Can we go home? <laughs> That's a pretty good Shorter. name. <laughs> so, Chad has hit us with the hot lore here. Isker is a vassal state. Mm. So it is one step above colony <laughs> and one step below previously a colony. It's pretty much right in the middle. It is a vassal state of Cheliax. Mm-hmm. As far as Cheliax is concerned, actual status for the rest of the inner sea is kind of ambiguous. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty much allowed to run themselves, but Cheliax can come in at any time. That's basically how Cheliax is, yeah. Cheliax and that's honestly cared. how Isker goes with it, too. Like, yeah. Isker's leader, you would all know, there's incredibly ineffective. takes his orders from House Throne like yeah. he's not trying to start a revolution or anything. It's he, a colony that's allowed to think that it's independent. <laughs> that's about as far as it goes. The people think it's independent. His, Everyone else his, has other ideas. His yeah. job is to collect hats, belts, boots, look really good, and do whatever Cheliac says. Pretty much, yeah. That's, uh, that is largely exactly how the steward that is how Because these guys are ruled by the steward. He's ruled by a steward. So, I mean, that kind of gives you the whole thing right there. It's not a king or anything. It's a steward. <laughs> 80% of the nobility works that way. Makes perfect sense. Yep. So, there we go. Settled. All right. I'll leave the order to the no Thank you, chat. You to bomb. High five. Hero point. 
Um, chat point. Chat point. Chat point. Chat So you guys get a chat point. Um, so let's go home. And I suppose we can make pop. I suppose we can. I don't even know how to. You would certainly know this is also the this is certainly the original D. This isn't like a duplicate. Or yeah, yeah. Of she's kind. just it's she's she's not sure of the implications in of like walking into like the courthouse of of or like the mayor whoever's office and going yeah we own it now. Well, we should definitely file it. You know, we we will. It's just it's going to be it's going to have interesting implications. That's for sure. Well, especially considering you know we may have actually accidentally picked up a white elephant here if we can't convince the town of Breachville to help to maybe contribute some funds to this fixing this place. Don't we have a token of that? A token of what? A white elephant. Do we? I don't think we do. I think that. If we can explain to them the implications of the kind of hub this place could be, if it was directly accessible to some of the biggest cities in the world, in this part of the world, what that could mean for trade and their pockets, I think we can convince them to do pretty much anything we like. Yes, and moreover, the importance uh, and, and the risk posed exactly. by armed, armed parties uh, being able to once again invade the countryside from it. Um, I think if we couch it correctly, we might be able to actually get some support from the council. It was almost as if this is what I was trained to do. It's like they're speaking words, I know it. They're trying really hard. Thank you, Alceta, for training me in these skills and putting me in this exact place in this exact time to do your work. I always wanted to castle. <laughs> <laughs> Less talking, more walking, or elf got right. a barfy. Let's, let's go home. Climby. Come on, follow us. So, Renali, way you can. Mm-hmm. Long walk, but no other choice. Better than here. Forever. Exactly. Yeah. And she turned the rest of the party in in common. I thank all of you. And uh, does are... a strange gesture. Puts both their hands kind of up, palms out facing you, before lowering them and turning them over so they're down near the sides, pumps still facing you. Smile at her face the whole time. Um, Elven lore, Elven lore. You guys, not, not, not roll, you just think you would know from being trained oh, in it. okay, cool. That this is uh, a very old gesture of things, largely akin to bowing and curtsying. Oh, oh. that's, uh... Well, of course, uh, Dawn will return it. Uh, Stiff. Looks like he hasn't done it in a while. So with that, I suppose we're, we're, we would begin our journey. Journey back. Oh, yeah. Back out. Renali would, fortunately enough, be able to very easily climb back up to the hole near 20 feet overhead and up the thin bit of tunnel and the overhanging rock to put a grappling hooker, get a rope up for you. Did our rope fall down? That we Your rope is incinerated. Down? Yeah, fireballed. Uh, yeah, the fireball destroyed that. So when you said Another you were a spider, did I mistranslate that? Hey, Grimaces. No. Anadi. Um, 
I hide humans never understand. Could I try to identify what she wants? Get the, you can try anything, good yeah. sir. Absolutely. It would be it would be a society check. Mm-hmm. Make sure I'm right on that. Yeah, give it would be the society check. What is your modifier good, sir? Uh, as of right now it is a zero. You have you look like a spider person. Spooter. <laughs> that's, um, that's about what you got out of that. It doesn't bother me at all. But if you don't want me to share it, we can keep it between us. It is okay. We fought together against Cinderclaws. This bond forged through spilled blood. Strong. But... We go to your chief, your. We village. will not tell him. That is for the best. Yes. I'm not going to tell them while they're like this. We'll <laughs> have that discussion later. That's a perfectly reasonable decision <laughs> to come to, I would imagine. So, climbing back up through the hall with Renali's assistance and making your way back past. Teklosh, past the web-filled cavern, and spending, I would imagine, the entirety of the rest of the day attempting to retrace your steps through these various assorted caverns back out to Boss's original camp, right behind Guardian Way, which you would reach fairly late night. But... We got loots to take back, too. You would, you would arrive... And it would be a couple miles journey back to Breacho, which you could make. I mean, you could press on and make it back this evening. You'd arrive fairly late, certainly fatigued. Mm. But then you'd have your own beds to sleep in instead of continued sad flat rocks. (laughs) (laughs) I think everyone has probably had enough of continued sad flat rocks for the time being. Um, I guess it will take us a little bit more time, too, because we have a ton of stuff we're lugging back. So as uh, as you well, we have blue though. You have blue. blue. Blue is there. That's He's true. perfectly happy. You've got a donkey to help you haul some stuff. But as you get close to the surface, even as you get into the cavern, <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you just think of? <laughs> Why am I worried? He's a haul, you know. I'm sorry. So <laughs> as buddy. Kind of reclaims Blue here, who's now been left. I just left him in a cave for like two days. Oh, we so would have died him outside. Okay, I left him outside for two days. That's, that's pretty normal. That's, that's fairly normal, live. I suppose. He's probably <laughs> eaten the vast majority of the everything in the radius of the rope where he's posted. That sounds about right. Just yeah, chewing around. Yeah. Renelli at the opening of the cave would hold her arms up and very visibly become uncomfortable and turn to you. This is so cold. Oh, um, I'll take out um, my spare cloak. It's like 60. It's not that cold. Right, but she's from a tropical climate. This is probably freezing to her. (laughs) Basically. I'll I'll take off. You put a Texan in New York. Yeah, I'll take off my cloak and wrap it around her. Well, thank you. I. You have many layers. Uh, yes. Um, we will get you some so that you are more comfortable. 
it is not too bad. It's unpleasant. It's an odd place to live. Yes, we are odd people. And he would lead her largely through the darkness out back into town. Back to Breach Hill. He would arrive very late at night. A guard posted outside Sir Fest just holding a, uh, not even holding a torch. Torch just sat in a bracket near the doorway. <clears throat> uh, leaned up kind of back against it, arms folded, helmet tilted down a bit on his face so you can't really see his eyes. Does not in any way acknowledge your presence as you approach the gate, walking toward it. I feel so safe living in this town. <laughs> but you would hear a familiar voice call out from behind you, as you do. As do I, old friend! Excellent timing, I see, coming to see you again here. I was kind of wondering about the value of setting up here so late at night. It's 1 a.m. Turn around at probably about 1 a.m. to see, I'm sure how you missed it, really, Sal Sartad, oh. Sal's entire sword porium. I'm too tired Set for this. up once again on the side of the road. And that was not there when we walked Sal, by a beaming air. smile, walking forward. And Renali immediately steps back, taking a bit of a defensive posture. No, it's okay. He's just weird. He's not dangerous. And as I'm walking, Sal talking forward. Oh, I kind of recognize that speak. I haven't heard in quite some time. One of those... uh. The different kind of elves, pointy ears, same as you, darker skin, much further south. I dealt with a couple of them sometime uh, about a decade or so ago, back in my travels. Quite a long journey, really. She's looking surprisingly fit, and fit as a fiddle haven't come so far. A bit laid out. But oh, what what brings the group of you out so late at night, journeying in from, oh, where else beyond in the northern mountains? Uh, it seems that we're most of the company that you get from that direction, but... So it would seem indeed, but, you know, it worked out for me perfectly well last time, so saw fit to come back and do it again. Uh, it even uh... worked out for us as well, I suppose, and even the, the pleasure of being able to watch your marvelous contraption of a storefront is all the reward I need. So I've done some good thinking since the last time we did business, since we traded coins, swapping around back and forth with various sort of swords that I had for your necessities, picked up a couple off of you, gave a couple back to you, and had one of those little, uh, remember the little stone thing? little uh, I do indeed. bit I still... of a sword button that you put on the side of your own weapons. Exactly. And he walks back over to his sword porium, or as per usual, he's got this massive wagon with nothing visible hauling it, and just all kinds of various swords strung about the side of it. Uh, various bows and little javelins hanging from a lit an actual rope strung out next to the thing to a pulley on a post set in the ground, and the counter out in front flat and ready. And he walks over, smacks aside the, the counter, and the entire thing flips over like the men in black weapons table <laughs> to reveal on its underside a small assortment of runes, each set into a very plain, flat-colored little velvet cushion. Huh. So I go went out, did some business, walked all the way down to Absalom over the last week or so, came back, uh, a lot of good merchant folk down there, came back with a couple more of them in case you were interested. Turns out there's a bunch of the things, all sorts of different sword buttons for all sorts of different swords. That's, that's quite true, actually. There, there are, well, I, I, you did us fine last time. Let's see what you have here. Oh, we got more. So I got much of the same. You found a couple of those. The one that I had before, the, uh, the, uh, oh, the merchant told me the thing had a name for a various kind of sword button, but I'm not entirely sure he knew what he was talking about because he said it was some kind of a rune. <laughs> and he just kind of wiggles <laughs> his fingers to that. I think that's how you say sword in another language. Perhaps. 
Speaking of Taldane most of the time, though, I don't know why you decided to dip into something else while we are having our conversation. Taldane the whole way, Taldane back and forth. Not much else I really know. <laughs> bit of Elvish, occasionally. Bit of Elvish. <laughs> uh, many autumn out of elves on my travels. You'd be surprised, really, even so far out of Kiona. They seem to have spread just throughout the entirety of the inner seas at this point. Just all over the place. We're like the measles and, uh, that way. We are... Harrison, I would like, but it is <laughs> But not accurate. incorrect, either. No, Those not kind correct. of, uh, the very infectious sort of, the. Uh, they told me once upon a time, talk to a wizard about the whole thing. It turns out it's actually not magic, and it's not divine banes that bring upon those kind of sicknesses. It's actually incredibly tiny, infinitesimally small, basically invisible swords that can absorb into your system. <laughs> is it all right, then? No. He looks over to Esmus. Are you on the ground? Is yeah, just, just, you just... just falls over. So, uh, I don't suppose you have any drinkable swords that can cure people who are very... Shiny. Drugged. Drugged. Mm. Bit lit up, isn't he? Kind of like a fire sword, you can see. A bit of a glow coming off, but a bit more bluish. I haven't seen anything like that yet, but they tell me they got runes that They got those little runes. They got the sword buttons. They do largely the same thing. Lock them into one of your swords, put these things together, and it glows with a new kind of blue energy. Colder, they say, than fire. Well, largely the opposite he was trying to express to me. A cold sword you could make. A cold sword buttons. Didn't get any, though. They were quite expensive. Surprising, really. You think all the sword buttons look very similar, largely. They're about the same size, same general shape, but apparently wildly different types. He was very insistent on that. But I have a few new ones for you. I'll, I'll look at what you have. And he looks down and he uh, puts a couple out. So, first of all, this one. Largely just a better version of the sword button that you'd bought previously, attached to your own swords, or his sword, or the sword launcher. I can't remember exactly what you wanted with the thing. Uh, but this one... Previous sword button makes a sword strike sure. Easy swing, kind of aims itself. Magic guides you. Sword button knows what it's doing. Very intelligent, very smart. Attached to a very good sword. Will the very, very smart man, I'm sure. But this one makes it just better. Cuts through things more effectively. Merchant told me about the time he'd slap one in a butter knife a couple of times, cut through a steak with it. Perfectly fine, no problems. And it was even well done. Can you believe it? I never thought to try it that way. Down before. in the markets of Katapesh, they cook them all the way through. Meats black outside the center. Don't know how they eat the stuff. It was terrible. It sounds terrible. That's horrible. What a waste. Absolutely terrible. Savages. But I've also gotten a second similar kind of thing here, but this one's not for your swinging swords. This one's for your body swords, the <clears throat> wearable kinds, the one that your man here... Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I remember. Friend. Buddy sword. Buddy Buddy. That way I was close. <laughs> I had a synonym. I was on the right page there. I had it. You see the mental connections going through one to two to three, locking together, almost got me to the right target. Buddy, my buddy. Yes, buddy. Oh, that's so much better. Rolls off the tongue a whole lot of a better. Yeah, Mama did a good job when she chose that one for you. These sword buttons stick onto your wearable swords, your plate swords that you came on in your body, enhance them. Sort of link them together with a bit of sword magic. Make some blunt other swords, range swords, long swords, any kind. You wouldn't happen to have any of that, like the helmet part of the body swords, because this one makes my voice echo a lot and people think, look at me funny. <laughs> yeah, it's just a silver fishbowl helmet, basically. It's just a giant metal bubble. It's also kind of hard to breathe in here because there's no vents. <laughs> you have a face mask. <laughs> but it goes back, but it comes down, and then it's just like. It's not flat metal, it, like, it's slotted. It has. Well, I it's mean, like I guess it's like holding a spatula up against your face. You can still see perfectly fine. Sometimes. Sometimes. The Look. trick is to ignore the thing in front of your face. Mm. Buddy, we've done a good deal before, so I'll do one, one more good turn here. It turns around and pulls a lever, and the uh, instead of flipping over the display in his wagon that has the weapons in it, the entire thing turns around. It looks like a, a lump, a square 
the whole size of the wagon completely flips around backwards to display some chainmail that comes to a stock with a, a jangle and a couple bits of full plate and a few various full helmets. I think I find this one a lot less ridiculous, buddy, and uh, takes it off. And it is, a, in fact, a lot less ridiculous, largely. It's much more regular head-shaped, rounded with a, a neck that locks into the full plate. It's got a more conical, kind of pointed visor. But it has a massive, bright pink puffed pencil coming out of the top of it. it kind of well, that's okay. That'll fit under my hat. <laughs> just coil it off. <laughs> <laughs> coil up the nice little tail and put that under. And, uh, oh, it'd be a... Damn shame to hide such a beautiful colored sword underneath your own hat there. That's not even a sword. That's... How do you know? He kind of stops and looks at it. Well, Got a weird feeling just now, buddy. I'm going to tell you. Buddy. Can I call you buddy? Buddy. Well, that's what everybody calls me, so... I feel like something terrible happened to your hat in some what recent past. I don't well, know no, why. That's a different hat. This feeling. one's much better. Just a... Almost a wave of pure distress. It looks much better now, much better. But you may want to keep those safe, though. This here head sword. Much more prepared for deflecting blows, deflecting magic, deflecting everything. Won't really deflect magic. Don't rely on deflect magic. But it deflects, bl deflects blows, deflects magic, keeps you safe from basically anything. Monsters, men. Yeah, well, I'm looking for something like that uh, a little easier to move in than, than the current one, so. Well, I figure... The way I see the neckline of this particular head sword, it should snap into your uh, body sword largely the same way here. And I gotta tell you, buddy, something about your helmet, something about its roundness speaks to me, and I really like it. I'll trade you straight across. Perfect. Sounds like a plane. <laughs> so you <laughs> take your giant bull helmet off and hand it to him, and he hands you this one with a massive pink tassel just hanging out of the back. Buddy, I think you should keep the pink tassel. I think it suits you. I wasn't planning on cutting off. I was just planning on putting it inside my hat. Oh, you could take it off the helmet and put it in the uh, the brim of your hat. Oh, strap, you could. And it would actually come right off right you there. look so dashing. <laughs> if I cut a little hole in the back of my hat, it'd actually <gasps> keep my hat on better. And then I'd, You're have, right. I'd have more of these. It'd just be longer and, and, and more pink. Be yeah. easier to find me. Well, that is an advantage. That is so true. Identify the body from the pink tassel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that would uh, that would function. Everyone would be convinced that the armor laid out is definitely another person. <laughs> um. For when he slides into him. <laughs> Sal, Sal, can I call you Sal? You. Hold on, don't tell me, don't tell me. I actually think I remember this one. I swear I did. We did a lot of our businesses to do. Uh, took very kindly to me last time. I believe it was Dalren, buddy. Dalren, right? Yes. Dalren, yep. buddy. What can I do for you? Well, we'll just go with it. Resme here has um, some stuff that we've picked up on our adventures. Really interesting stuff. Stuff that you've never seen before. Stuff that comes from other places, other times, other peoples. Uh, Things that have been very... incredibly high claim you got there, Dalren, buddy. Dalren, can I call you buddy? You can. Buddy, that's something a very uh, few people have found to be true when they were talking to old Sal Sartod, Sal Sordparium. I've been a lot of places throughout the inner sea and beyond, found a whole lot of things, seen a whole lot of various, well, you could say items, relics, artifacts, whatever you decide to call them. Something I haven't seen, however... Have you ever seen a large Spider-Man squash somebody into the ground? Well, I sure as hell haven't, Dalren. That's something particularly exciting that I have never seen in my travels in my life. Never even heard stories of anyway. A spider that is also a man. Yes. But it's also, you could say, a spider. Well, he had swords on his body. 
Eight of them. What are you talking about? He's like, face goes blank for a moment as he's just thinking. Well, now let's 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 just go ahead and just see what we have here, and I'm sure that we could work out some arrangement where we could trade uh, some of these uh, interesting bits of salvage for uh, give them perhaps new life and markets all across the world, which I'm sure you'll travel to and have a reserved space, much like you do have here in Breach Hill. Uh, oh, this certainly. is in fact well, my travels take me all over the world. You're really, really, wherever they, any, ever anything calls me to, wherever I can hear the sirens call of coin coming from the roads, where travelers like yourselves making their journeys up and down to their various adventures. Pockets of jingling, waiting for newer, fancier, better swords. One thing I've found consistent in all my journeys all throughout the inner seas, buddy. Like call you buddy? Resume. Sure. Resume, buddy, resume. Resume, one thing that I have found in all of my journeys, kind of a girly name for a manly elf such as yourself, I must say. No offense taken, uh, no offense in- implied, really. Just something weird about the elven cultures that I find. That you, as much as they seem to keep the names in such a sort of gendered pile, they assign them largely at, at random, as if their concept of it's something entirely different. Uh, it's fine. It'll be better by the next time we meet up. Resume, buddy, Dalren. One thing I found in my journey is that the longer an adventure goes with a sword, the more they find themselves lusting for bigger, better swords. And Sal Sartod, Sal Sword Porium, always here for bigger and better swords. He does have that. Let's talk about those. As a uh... matter of fact, how about that Gisam you got there? And uh, he has another button, and the entirety of the inside of the wagon drops. <laughs> and this is a massive, like, 12-foot-long maybe five foot tall display board drops into the bottom of the wagon, which surely would have to go into the ground because there's only about a foot of clearance below the, or two below the bottom of it before an entirely different one pops up with pole <laughs> arms and spears all alike dangling down the sides. And he reaches up, uh, looking across, long curve swords, long curve swords, long curve swords, long curve swords. Ah, here we go. Kadiran Man told me a different name for one of these long, curved swords before. It was interesting. It was something I never really heard before. And he pulls off a gear arm and uh, holds it down to you with a flat, black, long handle and a curved, almost hooked spike at the bottom. The blade itself split almost in two. A massive, waved head with a smaller one curved out behind it, looking almost kind of like a flame hmm. atop the thing. He called it a... Don't remember, long curved swords. Uh, Falchion? This is actually something rather like exotic something like looking. I wonder if. How now, it if behaves. you'll notice, they got a couple of those sword buttons already preloaded into that one for you. I know you uh, were a big fan of those before. Didn't have a whole lot of money at the time, but I sense that your adventures have taken you to grander heights since then. And he flips it over on the backside of the blade. You see two of them set very clearly into the smaller bits of the uh, the blade, the blade that makes up the backside of the flame. And two of these together, you got. One sword button helping you strike true, and one sword button helping you strike harder. That does sound very useful. And you would be able to identify with assistance there pretty easily. This is a plus one striking geese arm. Plus one striking geese arm. That does sound pretty good. Uh, hmm. I have my old one here, but this is newer and fancier, and actually seems to have some interesting options built into it. It could be interesting to mess around with. Uh, perhaps we'll see how it can integrate it to the style. Hmm, style, style, style. You know what, buddy resume, buddy? You got an eye for what counts in a sword, and that's what I like about you. You know, your Gusam there has seen a good bit of travel. Seems like it got some good stories to it. I uh, could possibly send you up a trade here for a bit of coin. Of course, this one's, uh, what do you got in yours? Take a look. Oh, this geese arm? You're uh, the one you have. Oh, I've I've had this since I was a child. Uh, I've trained with this. I certainly couldn't part with it. 
You know what they say, Dalren? Child's always grab their toys. There's always bigger and better toys down the road. And for you, <laughs> my good friend, buddy, Resme Dalren. Buddy. He points to his new one. Disky Sarm. Not literally. You don't look. It's not on. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Actually, what? But it could be. Wait. Buddy, don't buddy, resume, darn resume. <laughs> right down All the way down the <laughs> <laughs> So, if you wish to exchange some things here with Sal Sartad, you got a couple of things with you already that have runes that could be moved around. But if you want any additional ones, he has a couple both plus one striking weapons as well as individual lesser weapon potency and striking runes. Mm -hmm. He also has two armor potency runes. Okay. Well, you have, in your recent journeys, found a couple of those as well. We have. So, um, I suppose, uh, should we uh, talk, sh should we step into, like, talking mechanics, or should well, we... Well, what we <laughs> could do is... We could take a midstream break real quick. Take a quick look over that while we're out there. Figure out what exactly we want from our good friend Sal Sartad. Come back in a couple of minutes, refreshed, ready for the rest of the show, and possibly with some shiny new toys. So, Chats, everyone, we're going to be right back. Give us a couple minutes. Stay tuned, everyone. All righty, welcome back everybody so with a little bit more haggling with sal sartad some non-specific items exchange hands for unknown amounts of gold that we will <laughs> bookkeep at a later occasion because we said that to this realize it's going to take a little bit more time to suss out exactly what all our treasure is worth and beyond that what all we'd want to take so we will do that between sessions because we're back in town now and we have nothing really critical happening at the moment so passing up whatever oddity there is salsa uh, what salsa todd brings into the world as he bids us all farewell uh with his purse a little heavier and your bags also probably uh, probably lighter honestly with all the things that you're trading off with some new exciting trinkets again unspecified and then that we'll cover at a later occasion so it's not technically retconning if we announce that it's happening now even if we don't know what it is there you go and Got him. And we have some mundane stuff that we can sell to uh, Clank, too. Yeah, I pretty much refuse to have the accounting session. That's like fine. I'll sit here for two hours going through the That's CRB dumb. and looking up prices and stuff. We'll do it later. You all, very tired, fatigued, all of you would be fatigued, arrive in Breach Hill at what is realistically probably like the am. We haven't reported on the uh, singing spears yet, have we? Nope. No. Renali. No. Follows the group you into town. Um, I'll take her to my place. Looking around, bemused, surprised, and there is much stone. So much stone. Humans like stone. And she motions out to like the outer walls of the city. Entire. Village surrounded by stone. Well, mountains. It keep things. It keep things out. Keep us in. And on, on your journey back, you could have gone through some of the forests uh, and everything. Of course, between Hell Knight Hell and here, and she would nod. Is a very different situation. Your trees so small. 
Yes, it's a shame. I miss the jungles too. Can't really do much with so little support. But uh, stone. Stone strong. Stone cold, but stone strong. I have a cottage that's right outside the wall. A lot more stuff grows there. Would you like to stay with me for the night? I thank you for the hospitality for offer. I would not force myself upon you, but I will accept. I have few options, I can say. We'll stay as friends, yes? Indeed. He would take her back to your home. The rest of you all heading out to your various beds, finally. You get to sleep in your various beds, finally, for what I'm sure is going to be a phenomenally good night's rest. Mm. Probably not seeing you awaken until <laughs> much of both day has passed. But there's a lot to do in town. We have a lot of questions. We have a lot of reports. We have a lot of things to take care of. Condition. Are we still shiny? Uh, no. As you awaken the next morning, your bed sheets, your mattress would be iridescent <laughs> with a, a bit of a sheen where your sleep and your movement has worn a lot of it off of you. And you would still have a very, very subtle glow that you'd really have to entirely like cover to make it dark to be able to notice. But it's not, it's still a bit itchy. But it's nothing near what you'd been suffering yesterday. Yeah, you're no longer sick if you're stupid. Okay. Lemon juice and salt. Cups, cups, cups. The next morning, where would we head? What are our plans? What would we need? What would we be doing first? Well, Got first report. thing, we have to report. We have to report that the singing spears are dead and that we completed our mission. I think so, Tyrannus came out where I was talking about singing spears when he came back. Yeah, yeah maybe he did. Oh, we have to submit the actual report and though. collect the bounty. And collect the bounties. As the group of you head into the uh, main uh, city council chambers, you would actually run into Tyrannus once again, just in his normal traveling clothes, uh, not even seemingly with his halberd on him. <laughs> just a simple sword strapped at his hip, and he is talking to one of the accountants, one of the clerics in the front. And as you see the you come in, a smile crosses his face. Ah, this is fantastic. This is the man I was looking for. You, fortunately, are alive. I, never mind that. He turns right back to the page. Disregards, this situation seems to have resolved itself, no? Oh, sending yes. out a search party for us. <laughs> Indeed. It's been quite some time. Well, the good news is that means more of your coin is available for me to give to you. And he reaches back onto the counter to a bag that's kind of tipped over with some gold that the, uh, page of me counting and just swipes the bag off the table and brushes the rest of the coins of the bag the page just kind of watches him do it. <laughs> not going to say anything to Tyrannus. He is a fairly large man even without his armor on. Turns back on. Yeah. This was the bounties for the bloody blades. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. Hands you a sack of the amount of gold I said was in there previously. We'll deal with it later. Uh, we'll deal with it later. Yeah, it, it, but it's going to be a pretty good amount of coin. Uh, he tells you that the bounty that was on Beetle's head alone was 25 gold pieces. Oh my gosh. And each individual member that you had brought back, I believe it was 10, you're going to end up with 
good 50 goldish out of this. I'll get the exact amount later. I don't mm-hmm. flip through a, a book for that right well, now. Plus 55 plus What's whatever a, we get for the a other pretty thing. healthy sack yeah. of gold coins that he hands to you. As he does, he kind of claps you on the shoulder and all red. Ah, it is good. Good to see you back. And in good health, as it seems. Indeed. Uh, so who, did you all come here? Are we all here to report mm-hmm. this together? Yep. I had been worried when you had not returned yesterday. Uh, by the afternoon, we had seen nothing. That's marked two days since I had left you in the caverns. Uh, the caverns went quite a ways into the mountain, all the way under the citadel, in fact. Really? Indeed. But that was... Miles from Citadel Altaria, the hell night hill, as this town calls it. Quite the walk. Quite the walk. I cannot even imagine through caverns. But... We have more trophies. Unsurprising. If there's anything I have learned of your group in the time we have spent together, it is that you are capable sorts. And big on trophy collecting. And setting things on fire. And setting things on fire. (laughs) Not wrong, I can't disagree. Well, this time it was us that was set on fire. This, I feel there's some karma involved in that. I have so many questions. It didn't take. They may have to wait. I have been, uh, well, I was just now dealing with this nice page whose name was, I don't recall, not important. But we were organizing a party to come searching for you up at Guardian's Bay. Was that seeing no need? Then on to the worst of the news, I suppose. I'm off. Returning to Varicia. Oh dear. This time I have spent here perhaps is longer than the lictors would have expected of me. What with the tavern renovation having taken a good week on its own, I need to return to the Citadel Well, perhaps the per- perhaps if they take a glance at the painting you bring back, they'll be impressed enough to not be too harsh on you. Hopefully. Uh, you all have, well, helped me. More than I ever could have imagined anyone in well, sort of gestures to the hall of the of the council chamber this town. And having seen what we saw I doubt I would have returned were not for your assistance. I could not have battled those Cinderclaws alone. We barely made it together. Indeed. We may have reason for you to return in the near future. We're going to miss you. Well, while I may not miss your methods, <laughs> I will certainly miss your company, Resume. Well, next time you have vacation, feel free to stop by and visit. <laughs> next time uh, I have vacation, I'll be heading somewhere far more enjoyable than Breach Hill Nowhere. Iskar is cold, mountainous, and seemingly empty, devoid of nearly anything of interest. No, I think Rahadum will be much nicer, perhaps, in the summer, maybe. Oh, uh, to Absalom. I've never actually been myself. City at the center of the world, it's called. Uh, indeed. As I recall, the last time uh, Chelyak sent a vacation group there, they didn't make it all the way. My uh, older brother lives there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He works in one of the guild houses. Oh, well, then perhaps I may stop. I, I know nothing. These are all errant plans for, the, for future years. Uh, you should write him a letter of introduction. I will. Um, well, then I suppose Absalon it is. And perhaps, Mesmeri, Dalren, Buford, Nesvis, Ruhr. Perhaps our paths cross again one day. You've, uh, you've been a good companion, Trenis, and a good friend. Thank you for teaching me your language. Of course. And thank you all for, well, keeping me alive, as it is. 
If the next our paths cross, hopefully, I will be a fully fledged Hell Knight of the Order of the Nail. I will have passed my induction, slain a demon in single combat. Devil. That's the difference, I assume, be lost on most of you. Uh, and I've earned my title. Or I will be dead. One of the two. Those are typically the, the two ways inductions end. Huh. Well, you've, see, you've gotten through plenty of horrors, Sir Knight. I'm sure you'll be fine. What I have seen here has prepared me and honed my tactical acumen, my ability with a halberd far more than any practice back at Citadel has done. Now, that much is certain. <clears throat> no matter how intense their trainings and their sessions, their drills, there's nothing that really compares to the real thing. Hmm. It has kind of shown a light, perhaps, on many of the wars I held against our regiments beforehand. Never again will I complain about the harshness of the lectures of the instructions. <laughs> you can be certain of that. But, I must know. Did you find Voss? We did. Um, she did not come quietly. Then perhaps I should have stayed. <laughs> We, um, we buried her appropriately, but we will speak of it no more. Well, you know her in a much different light than I did, but it is good at least to know that, in whatever way it seems, that particular story has come to a close. So, we return to it then, our normal lives, back to my training. Buford to his farms, the rest of you too. What, whatever it is that you do. I fear that uh, all of us have left normal far behind. Um, I was never normal. But, uh, who knows? Perhaps if you, next time you step into the realm of the abnormal, we may meet again. Who knows? As I said before, you have not only my gratitude, but that of the Order of the Nail. And should you... Be good for the future. Perhaps ever find yourselves in Varicia? But the delivery is nice. I know Hell Knights have a certain reputation, but... Those factions that have relocated largely outside of Chelyax... A bit different. Nicer sheets? <laughs> More colorful, that much is certain. Oh. Not simply blacks and whites. Oh, that's nice. A little red never hurt anyone. Well then, whatever it is that you head to, wherever your journeys take you... Though it's... Uh, I suppose you would not very much appreciate the blessings of Elmodius passed over you, so perhaps I'll retain them. But good luck, as it is. You too. You too, sir. Well then, I must collect my things from the Wizard's Grace, and I'll be on my way by sundown. See, that's how you're a friendly evil. Shakes his head. Not everyone's bad. Just because they uh, they have the bad reputation. It was nice to be acquainted. There... There are many shades of grey in this world. And perhaps your company has opened my eyes some more to some of them. Take care, Roar. Never lose whatever gives you this strange innocence. Granola bars. Granola bars it is, then. <laughs> he does seem to have an endless supply of them. And raises a hand. I'm off then. Take care, sir. Good day, all. And, uh, in fact, it's Sorry for the waste of time and the urgency, but, uh, 
seemed a much greater concern before the heroes of Breach Hill simply strode into his front door. No? Heroes of Breach Hill! The Hobbs. It's rather a generic name, but rather descriptive. Not only that, but with what we're about to do, it's so... we'll have earned it. You have a good point. I know. We did stop an invasion of cultists. It, and a failed invasion of cultists. And you it... just wait. We're gonna... Advertising is everything. We have to phrase this correctly. I'm so glad it's... you've come around to my method of thinking. <laughs> phrase it correctly. So as Tyrannus leaves, you are left here to recount. Uh, obviously, the group of you could very easily obtain an audience with Counselor Baltus Burton. Being and that we're richer than him I now. have no idea what just fell over, but I'm going to choose to ignore it. Oh, there was a little controller for the speakers on the table. It don't matter. Um, and you would be able to let him in on a lot of what has happened. The bloody blades being taken down. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much do you tell him about Alcida's ring and the cinder claws that he has? Um, I don't think we have to hide too much. Uh, it would seem that it would be wise to inform him that these cultists came from a, a magical portal uh, under the castle, and that uh, it's less so hiding it, more so he's not going to understand it. Yeah, we should just keep it simple and and it describe it enough that he understands that it's a potential threat, uh, but that we are able to neutralize it this time, and that we might need help making sure that we can neutralize it in the future. Um, also, registering the deed that we found to Hell Knight Hill, uh, as it is ours. Kind of dumping all this on, uh... Tyrannus is gonna be in for a surprise when that news gets to him. As yeah, as a couple. I, th- I thought it wise to not yeah, let Yeah, I was yeah. telling him that. <laughs> oh, by the way. <laughs> I own your house now. He brings in a couple of scribes to look it over, and while, while you're finishing telling the story, they verify its authenticity. And, uh, Head Counselor Burton just nods, this is quite a tale. And had you not have the deed to prove at least some like of your events, I would find it hard to believe. And were you not, of course, so successful in the, the task given unto you at the Call for Heroes, obviously, at this point, you've earned benefit of the doubt, but... Speaking of the tasks from the Call of Heroes, there... A little more on that. He's almost singing Spears, I assume. Uh, I imagine that's probably roped in with the rest of the other okay. Yeah, like yeah, the just, fact that we... Everything's just going to get roped to together. To save us physically yeah. recounting everything yeah. that's happened at the table yeah. and, here. And we also brought back, like, a lot of the bodies of the bandits and the live ones, so he, you Yeah, know, you did bring back most we, of the bloody blades, and you brought and back probably all of the... And we had the talismans for the yeah. singing spears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you and have the all of these... Symbols. Yeah, the cultist sigils, like, you have all this stuff. We got proofs. So, I... I'm really not sure what to take this. Uh... Hell Knight Hill hasn't had any proper administration for, well, the better part of a decade, ever since the Order of the Nail just not been forsook the place. But you... You do raise a concern. These portals in its basement, this Alcetta's Ring, mm. you call it? I do have to wonder if this is a... a slumbering bear, so to speak. A threat possibly a danger of some kind just lying in wait beneath this castle. Well, you could look at it that way. Well, I think it's uh, an apt description, seeing as how already armed uh, armed bands bent on violence have come through. Were it not for the group of you having head up to the Citadel at the crest of the hill for entirely unrelated reasons, who knows what these Cinderclaws could have accomplished? 
I agree. It's going to definitely need to be guarded and administered correctly. But if we're right about what this ring could do, it could also make Breach Hill the center of a very convenient pass-through through a lot of the most important places in the world. Well, I'd hardly call the depths of the Mwangi jungles particularly lucrative ab- trading ab- partners. Absalom. These portals could lead anywhere. A connection to Absalom? Uh, connections to Agorian? Or even to Eladir? The... Possibly even to Apara or Casimir in eastern Taldor. Uh, these would all be incredibly valuable trading connections that Breach Hill solely lacks. Uh, while the town has been fairly self-sufficient since, well, its inception, largely, trade is good for all civilizations. Indeed. Any passing layman who's just touched the text of Abadar can tell you as much, certainly. There is both great unknowns and danger and potential beneath that citadel, but by possession of this deed, uh, according to the scribes here, it does seem to be the real thing. The citadel is yours. Now, that's hardly where that story ends, of course. Uh, now, this kind of looks across the group of you. You understand what all the, this includes, the workings of the Hell Night Hill outside of town and into administration here in the city hall is going to take some time. Uh, we'll definitely need to arrange uh, at least weekly meetings or so, uh, unless you're looking to hire a seneschal to work on your behalf to just run the basic day-to-day and keep the books and everything. We'll have to arrange a tax schemata for the structure and have our assessors out there to gauge the lands and the structures of the citadel itself as well as everything laying below these basements. So we can, we can, all of this can be arranged given time. It's simple enough, really, just procedural. Well, I certainly wouldn't, uh, I would certainly be happy to give anyone a tour of the benighted, darkened, collapsed ruins that we have found ourselves the owners of. You'll um, find it much much more challenging to scare off tax assessors than that, Dalaran. <laughs> it is only a semi-joke, though. It is quite dangerous. And not only is be. it dangerous, but well, I, then we'll have it will to make sure that we arrange for proper protection for them as well. So we'll need to consider those expenses. And all in all, I think you'll find that uh, you see this very often with inheritances. Really, deeds such as this, these windfalls, often end up bringing a great amount of woe to those they come upon, so I hope you're prepared to bear the financial burden of administering your new castle. Well, you make an interesting point along those lines, uh, mm-hmm. Counselor, because in addition to uh, financial burdens of upkeep, uh, there is also the matter of the fact that this citadel, along with uh, the possession of this ring uh, underneath it, uh, it certainly, uh, in addition to being a definitely a military vulnerability for the town of Breach Hill, uh, it also offers... Uh, a significant amount of uh, trade, uh, it, it could be quite lucrative. So if, for example, um, we were to assume personal ownership, personal financial liability mm-hmm. um, associated with it, um, it would also seem to imply that we have personal ownership of 
a fortress with military jurisdiction over the town. Moreover, it would seem that we have personal ownership of a very lucrative trade route. Um, perhaps what I'm thinking is that if there could be sort of an exchange uh, due to our mutual benefit that we could be arranged, um, an exemption of taxes in exchange for free flow of goods. And, I uh, see that your travels have taught you much, Reldoret, and you came well prepared to this table, fortunately. Yes, of course. I'm in no mood to slight or shortchange the heroes of Breachill, after all. And we'll be more than willing to make appropriate deals should these portals prove to be viable sources of trade and travel. But for the time being, there is paperwork to be done. Indeed. So... The first thing the group of you are going to need to do is set how quickly the tide turns. <laughs> Last week, slaying Greater Vargas and defeating the leader of the cultists. This, this week, week paperwork. filing tax paperwork, yep, paperwork for our property new taxes. properties. Yep. <laughs> Hiring tax assessors and administering our land. <laughs> So, the greatest of all evils, bureaucracy. We went from Skyrim to Stronghold is basically what's happened. <laughs> so, you are... Or would this be a lower politics This is one of my scenario. campaigns of a tax episode. This is War for the Count all over again. So, you've got a couple of options here. Citadel Altarian, before you can really do anything else, is going to need to be properly administered. Mm -hmm. You don't need to, like, staff it or anything, but... It's a massive castle, and unless the five of you are planning on wholly renovating the thing yourself, in order for you to set up deals and be able to hire uh, assistance <coughs> and work and labor and properly make sure all your taxes in order so Breachill is willing to assist you and you don't have problems with the city council, there's a lot of work that has to be done. And it's going to have to be done weekly. Mm -hmm. So you've got a couple of options. Right now, since you're here already... The rest of this day is at least one of you is going to have to remain here administering your new land. Uh, now, I'm happy to do that. Any of you can assist in this, and, and unlike the usual, oh, it is the usual ADC of 20, because anyone who wants to aid mm -hmm. to stay and help can help, but only one person can make the check. You can't all make independent checks. What check. skill is it? This is a society check. Can I use lore politics? I will give you lore politics. <laughs> I will let you use lore politics. Sure. Now, if you really don't want to do this, even right now, uh, one of the options that Baltus Burton brought up, the head counselor, is you can hire a seneschal to handle the day-to-day -day minutiae of Citadel Altarian for you. Now, again, you're going to have to do... You're going to have to spend a day managing this about weekly, and it's worked out perfectly that we got here on Oath Day, which is the day specifically in the week for these kind of things. Mm -hmm. So every Oath Day, at least somebody is going to have to come back and spend an entire downtime day ministering the Citadel in order for everything to continue functioning. Now, you can, once it's set up today, you can leave it if you're not immediately planning on doing anything with it. It doesn't need to be administered if it's just sitting there. Right. But if you're planning on working renovations, hiring help, not administering it is going to make that very difficult. 
Sure. No, that that makes perfect so sense. So who wants to take the lead on this society or lore politics check here? I mean, I'm happy to take the lead on it. Uh, Dalren has uh, has has had a long life, and uh, he has uh, a lot of misty skills floating in his brain that he can pull up. I am also a trained bookkeeper myself. I mean, honestly, I think the two of us would be unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. That was the whole point I was sent here was to keep the books. Yeah. So between the forensic accountant and the... Well, who is leading, though? Because only one of you can make the primary check. Oh, that's fair enough. Because um, everyone else that I'm... wants to roll can roll, but you, you have to You want to roll for it for fun? I'll roll for it for fun. Just flat d20 it. I haven't, yep. spent my, well, I haven't spent my session reel yet, so maybe I'll, I'll use it on this. Just flat d20 roll up. Uh, 12. 16. Ah, 18, actually. I'm blind. All right, so our... So we have the blind person? Yeah. Okay. Our yeah. actual Serenite scribe who literally came to Breach Hill to investigate <laughs> tax discrepancies is going to take the lead on administering the Citadel. So who all wants to aid him? Sure. Okay. Esmus doesn't want to be here. <laughs> you don't have to be. You, you can't leave and do something else with your downtime day. Uh, only the people that are working on this have to stay in City Hall all day. So you can absolutely do something else with your own thing if you want. Um, since we are thinking about doing renovations, I'm assuming, since that's what kind of what this... At the very yeah. least, we need to dig those stairs out. Yeah. Minimum, we need people, just manual labor. Okay. Um, we can go up there and start digging. What <laughs> With I, shovel says. Actually, what I was... What now, I was, here's the thing. The, uh, the first thing you're going to have to do before you can even begin setting up the stairs or doing anything else with the Citadel is clean the place to a functional state. Like, haul out all the rubble and ruin and broken furniture. Not repair any walls or anything, but at least make it, like, passable mm. so you can get yeah. tools and equipment in. And that is absolutely something that you can do yourself. So you do not need to hire outside help for that. So if Espis and Buford want to go up to Hell Knight Hill... <clears throat> could even get the goblins to help. And spend I was the whole day cleaning say, it. Actually, we want exactly what The goblins are there. Have we could quite just, a few contacts We could just area. bargain with the goblins <clears throat> to go and see if they'd be willing to help us out. Pay them something, uh, you know, intimidate them with threats of violence. I mean, they're goblins. We did they pay them in a very large tropical dragon. That's true. That that some of that goodwill still sticks around. Actually, resume. That seems like it's something right up your alley. Uh, most certainly. Um, and if we wanted some other help, um, I'm sure there are always uh, strong young men around uh, looking for a bit of work, and they probably don't come very expensive. I can always do the thing that my grandparents did the easiest way of finding hired hands. Booze and meat. Yeah, that works too. Um, I think it's best that at least one of us stay around with them. There are a lot of very valuable things in there, especially those books and tomes, and I wouldn't want to see any of them harmed. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to take a page out of Boz's book. I don't think anyone from Breach Hill is going to be taking any of those books. Good point. How sad. Oof. Hmm. Um. So how about this? If you are going to be the one to speak with the goblins and assist us as far as that, buddy, why don't you and I kind of promote to the locals, as I said, with booze and meat, and we can probably get this cleaning bit started. Hey, just round up the good old boys. They'll be happy to help. Let's get to it, They've then. been bored. Not harvest time, so... Yeah, they've already planted the seeds. They're good to go. Wait. Are we still celebrating? Nah, I, not that I know of. I mean, it hasn't... It, Mary Mead has, has, was, is 
it's almost it's a, a week ago. Yeah, it's a one yeah. day. Oh, it's, it's a, a one, one day. It's a one day thing. Okay. Yeah, it's a single, it's a one-off holiday. Yeah, otherwise okay. you were not going to get any work done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're getting nothing done. Everyone's drunk constantly. Okay, um, so you two are leaving City Hall to go do... He's going to call up some yeah, favors. Literally anything else. Uh, are you staying here? <laughs> I'm negotiating um, with the uh, goblins uh, to help us clean the citadel since I speak goblin and I'm sort of a right, diplomat. So you guys are going to try to rouse out the town. You're going to try to rouse all the goblins. And you two are going to administer the citadel. So we'll start off with you. Roll your check to aid with society. Aiding is always just a flat DC 20. Uh, that's exactly 20. So you will get a plus two on your lore politics role to attempt to administer the operations of Citadelitarian. Well, that would be a 17, and I do have a reroll. I'm having luck if I need it, but... Is it? Is Halfling Luck is... I don't remember if Halfling Luck is if I fail or not. All the rerolled... Oh, Halfling Luck is actually if you fail. Yeah. It does fail. Okay, so, so you yeah. can uh, reroll that one there. That's Lucky tax accountant. Yeah, I'm lucky. See, that, that 8 turned into a 17 for a 26. So with a 26... Hey, wait, those two pages stuck together. It's surprisingly, <laughs> you know, 3Chill, for being a town that barely exists, has a really surprisingly terrible amount of bureaucracy, largely wound around itself. Humans. Like an Ouroboros <laughs> doing human things and eating its own ass. So you... <laughs> 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 uh. You I managed to direct it to the correct ass. Managed to direct it the correct it's PG thirteen, I can say yeah. that. You managed to direct it that direction. And at the end of literally an entire the all of the oath day, you've got everything set up <clears throat> to help run Altarian for the next week. So organizing labor to help you out will be uh, perfectly functional. You won't have any problems with the city council. Everything will run as it is supposed to be done. So, let me get one thing real quick, like, it's just, is, sometimes you gotta be lucky, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta be lucky. <laughs> What's the phrase? Better to be it's lucky than bad. Yep. So, you, Buford, and Espis head out in the town to try and organize some help. Doing it yourselves seems to be a little difficult, but like you said, you guys know people, you have favors you can call in. At the moment, you don't need anything in specific. You just need help. Help uh, me move need the trash. People yeah. with arms people that who can have lift. Hands. <laughs> and can do the arms aren't but necessary, just the hands. The bar, is, <laughs> the bar is really spectacularly low. And Resme heads back up to Hell Knight Hell to send Altarian to meet with the leaders of the tribe. Uh, if you're going up there, I guess you actually would not be talking to Warble. You would be talking to Jill the Helba, because she is the one that is normally up there. Did you get up to, uh, up there, meet with her for a moment. They're still living in the courtyard, having a perfectly good goblin time with their bumble brashers, now not being attacked by Sandra Claus or monsters or whatever. Just gobbling, which is going to be a further question of what exactly you're going to do, because at the moment, they live in your courtyard. Um... So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to exchange. Um, they can continue to reside here as long as, you know, they don't damage the property and take care of their part of it by themselves. And in exchange, they'll help us keep the place clean. Um, they'll do things around the castle and we'll make sure no one hurts them. They'll get protection and 
a place to stay, and in return, they'll help us upkeep the castle. And she all nods. Well, this sounds like perfect deal. We'd like to go back to what we did before. We've started trying to move back down below to basements, but the stairs are still ruined. And it's a long way to go all the way out of the castle through the back door and down those stairs. So we've largely just stayed in the courtyard for now, but we can help. Great, and once we fix the stairs, um, we'll find you a place that you like. The goblins will hang out and help out how they can. So, great. thus passes an oath day. With what sounds like the plan for the next day being, are we all heading up to our new castle to try and clean the area out? Yep. Yep. Sure, we can do that. We have so much prestidigitationing to you do. You have so much prestidigitation, and you have an entire castle to clean. I think uh, I'm going to take uh, uh, lore, architecture, and engineering uh, before I walk well, up there. The bad news is this this first step of the process, leg one here, is the very pinnacle of unskilled work. Okay. This, just moving just stuff out. Yeah, there's, there is absolutely nothing you can really even do to make this better because you just have to remove everything. Mm. You just have to take all of the broken crap, all of the rubble, all of the garbage and ruin out of your castle and just to somewhere else far enough away that it's not still a problem so mm -hmm. you can get labor and tools in here. So... With that goal in mind. Is any of the stone useful? It's going to take the entire rest of the week. So two days then? Or an entire week period? An entire week. Week period, okay. Um, is any of the stone useful still? It is mostly rubble. Like, there are some large chunks, but it's large, It's not really going to be able to be salvageable for anything other than just like... Ah, we could crush. We could crush it and use it uh, as uh, the foundation for a road. Possible. Yeah. But the quantity is not near what you need for a road either, unfortunately. Well, I was just wondering if the quarry was interested in having any of it. Yeah, it's not really enough that it would be worth the labor to move it. Okay, to that's fair. The stone mason, it's uh, just if they wanted it, they could just have there's it. There's a lot of rock in Breach Hill. So you just walk and right outside off. the citadel. There's that steep hill. Put the rock at the top of the hill. Push it. And just push it. Just roll it down the hill in a breach hill. It'll be fine. We have walls. Yeah. So, Bowling for breach hill. Yeah. So after a week of cleaning, you have the area mostly ready to start bringing teams to do other things. But someone's going to need to handle business in town. Who wants to continue to administer Altarian? You two again? Oh, it went pretty well last yeah, time. Yeah, so it went pretty well last time. Around, doing the same good. thing. You roll the eight. He's working on it. The other three, you can still be up with the uh, goblins and with your crew, finishing up cleaning the area so that the next day it's ready. So go ahead and roll me your aid check. Down time mode. Uh, yeah, that's uh, 26. All right, so you get a plus two. Uh, well, I get a halfling luck because that's a two on the die. New day. Yeah, it's, it's a new week. week. Even. Yeah. <laughs> Much better again. So 23. Managing your business in town perfectly fine. The rest of you, with your friends you wrestle up, uh, who agreed to help you clean the place out just on favors and friendship and the goblins. By the next fire day, 14th of Calistril, the Citadel is opened 
and largely ready to start actually being repaired. Now here's where things get a little bit more complicated. So far any idiot can haul rocks and broken furniture out of the castle. But what you're gonna wanna do now is stuff that's a little more involved. There's two, three, four, about five things really that still need to be done to get it up in functional order because really it's your citadel. Mm -hmm. You could, you don't just have to rebuild this, you could even improve upon it. Mm -hmm. But before any of that can start, it is now a cleaned out ruined castle. <laughs> but still a ruined castle. Uh, there are still Lots your- Lots of walls missing. Yeah, there's still massive holes in various walls, some 10, 15 feet wide, where anybody or the elements just come in. So repairing crumbled walls is important, obviously. Rebuilding the collapsed stairwell is something you really want to do, mm -hmm. kind of as a priority. Uh, but that's challenging because it is so choked with rubble and damage, it not only has to be rebuilt, it has to be safely cleared. And it's difficult to excavate without danger. The courtyard itself also still has that completely collapsed wall that crashed into the staircases where that giant uh, lizard dinosaur dragon thing and tried to climb up and just brought the entire wall down. And the western half of it's completely flooded and sunken. That needs repaired as well. The battlements are collapsed near all around. Mm -hmm. And really, does it really look like a cool castle on the hill if the battlements are just crumbled crap? Can I see that book again? Because I do have some summon spells. And finally, there is going to be the necessity of just a whole lot of other general miscellaneous repairs throughout the area. And the Citadel, big repair re re that matters. Yeah, replacing a lot of the uh, furnishings that you had drawn out the broken bits of, <clears throat> bits where the floorboards are trying to rot out or collapse, rehanging doors. A lot of general work to be done. Now, each of these is going to be much more difficult than cleaning the place out. And it's going to require a little more than favors because this is this is now a long-term project. This is trade work. This is trade work. Um, You're going to need an organized labor force. I can which, negotiate that. Yeah, the goblins are definitely willing to help you. Uh, because you're on such good terms with the Bumblebrashers, you can get their help for much cheaper than you could hire actual teams in town. Mm -hmm. It's going to cost you five silver pieces a day. For all of them? For all of them. That's wow. Awesome. They're all right. goblins and they like you, but they need to cover the fact that yeah. they're not out like hunting and scavenging. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Like, no. Are you buy kidding food. me? There's like 20 You're of them. You're basically paying them <laughs> just living. That's yeah. great. So that they can continue <laughs> to exist. We're giving them it. food and shelter. Five silver a day uh, is pretty cheap for them, but you're going to take more than them. And for additional just low-skill organized laborers, it's going to cost you one gold per day of work to hire enough people in town. Um, give me one sec. One gold and five silver, or one, one gold, gold and total? five silver is going to be totaling. We're normally you'd be paying a bit more. You'd, you'd probably need two or three gold a day just in wages, but you get it about half because the goblins are helping you out yeah. so cheap. Cool. So it'll be a gold and a half per day. In addition, these projects require some oversight. So... Somebody is going to need to take the lead, mm -hmm. generally with crafting checks, mm -hmm. to try to guide everyone. And some of the harder ones, particularly the battlements, the stairs, the walls, if you are not an expert in crafting, you lack the expertise to know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Mm, is anybody an expert in crafting? 
Uh, I take expert in crafting. So, hey. Buford, you could try to oversee this and mm-hmm. make the, uh, the checks yourself. You can make a check each day to guide the labor. If you fail, you pay the day's wages with functionally no progress because everyone's still working. Alternatively, you can hire a professional. There are several stonemason companies in town that can help you. Uh, you know both, obviously, Baltus Burton himself oversees mm-hmm. the Burton Bros. And there is the dwarf as well. Craig. There is Craig, yep. So here I have a good question for you. Uh, and this could be something that uh, both uh, Dalrin and Ruhr can address while we're in town uh, administering to the Citadel. So um, we, we had a bit of a back and forth, but is Baltus Burton or the town council willing to help us out with these expenses at all and possibly give us uh, an immunity from taxes? Or are they basically having us They are largely helping you in that the... Uh you're not really paying any land taxes or anything on this at the moment. Uh, they're basically sponsoring any tax co- any further tax costs the Citadel would undertake. Okay. Now, if you want to come to uh, Councillor Burton with some business to hire a stoneworking company, that's a different situation. Uh, or you can crag at Tuskhead Stoneworking is also a master who could definitely do, who could help you out there. Uh, but for the general repairs, the doors and the floorboards and stuff, you're going to need a woodworker. Which is going to be either, well, the busker, uh, the, the, what's the word, Wainwright, the wagon guy in town who had come up with the original contract for the singing spheres. Uh, busker is a perfectly competent carpenter. He is a professional. As well as Zandel Reinerson, which let me double check. I believe... I have so many names, I couldn't remember where absolutely everybody came from. He is part of Breach Creek Lumber. He is the one, like, Nereen is lumber. She oversees lumber. She's not a craftsman, really, beyond what she does. But uh, Zandel Reinerson, you two would also be quite familiar with, because he runs the attached carpentry, carpentry shop that's actually still a part of the Breach, Co- Breach Creek Lumber operations. Either of them are perfectly fine woodworkers in town that you know that could help you with the general repairs. You know... Colin, weren't you talking one time about how you used to do a little bit of woodworking on the side? Uh, indeed. Uh, I had a phase, uh, you might say. Um, <laughs> now, the, but if I need to... I, I the general repairs do not require you to be an expert. Oh, in that case, I can totally handle that. Yeah, absolutely. What's up? Um, <laughs> so This is nothing. <laughs> the way summoning works is I get something for a minute. Right. And it's sustained. Right. Can I chain that so I continually summon things? You can, but it's a first-level spell, so you've only got so many first-level spell slots. Right, but if we wanted to move more dangerous things, could I have Faye move them? That way, if something happens, someone doesn't get hurt. With how involved these tasks are... I, that's why I was I, asking. I don't think okay. that a first- or second-level summoning spell for a couple of minutes over the day is going to make a meaningful okay. difference that's why I was asking. in the overall amount of labor. So, I think we should discuss a bit of town politics. Yeah, we're almost playing a secondary game here. <laughs> yeah. Age of on pause. We are now castle repair team. That's it, that's it. Um, so... It would be good if the heroes of Breach Hill were to maintain good relationships with as many uh, people in the town as possible. That's part of the administering that happens every other day as well. So, I would think that it might be wise to um, Hire break a bit from these... everyone. Exactly. Break, break the tasks down into smaller projects. Um, 
farm them out to people. Clearly, Baltus Burton, I would want to give him a good chunk of business, especially since we uh, are on good terms. But at For the certain. same time, um, perhaps uh, a bit of project to Crag if he's interested. And it certainly gives the appearance of us being fair in how we go and split the... No, organizing labor mm -hmm. is a task unto itself. So before you even begin a project, it is a separate daytime uh, downtime activity for a day to gather together the people to come help work on something. Mm -hmm. That's probably what I would what, be doing what every is, day. What scale is that? Uh, that can be done with a wide variety of ways. Really, You can basically do anything. Yeah, diplomacy is the uh, simplest way to do it. I'll, I'll uh, do it is just trying to, like, I will give you money if you come help me. Although you can also attempt to wrangle people together with deception or intimidate, which does give you a bonus. It's much easier to do, but may... Yeah, let's let's not go too into. I mean, I might as well just try to round people up with athletics at that point. Hey, you. <laughs> Come. <laughs> well, um, if I don't know if uh, this helps, but um, one of the things I uh, was uh, thinking of doing was just setting up a contract because things like this don't just need fixing; they need consistent maintaining. So, if we were to set up a continuous contract that would involve. Uh, repeated maintenance um, and we were to set up something like that perhaps we could get an overall reduced price because we're giving them a consistent amount of work the over time. The difficulty is that Breach Hill is a very self-sufficient town. Everyone kind of already does what they need to do for the town to continue surviving okay. so people aren't really willing to commit to a long-term gotcha. or nearly infinite kind of thing like that. So you're trying to organize people for individual projects. Okay. Like you try to get people together to clear out the stairs. And then you'd organize a different group to fix the walls. And be right. like, I will pay you this for the next week or two to help us do this one job until it's done. Sounds good. People will agree to a finite frame. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I'll be doing that. You'll scare them with the big words. Yes. So what is the first thing we want to do? We want to focus on the courtyard, the battlements, stairs. the stairs, the walls. Stairs. Or stairs. 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 Yeah, stairs. I think we need to get those we stairs We got to get the all ring. That's important. Not only stairs, but that whole internal wall is a structural weakness. The wall itself is a completely different repair. That's a much it's its a wholly separate project. Yeah, okay. the courtyard wall is a totally separate project because yeah. the courtyard itself is also in a really bad place. And let me double check. Also, I'd like to get the dangerous part out of the way so that the workers who do come in behind them don't have to deal with it. Mm. So you are starting with a project that is relatively difficult. Uh, it has to be led by somebody who's an expert in uh, crafting to make the check. And you need a stonemason specialty crafter. So unless somebody has a specialty crafting stonemason defeat, you have to hire somebody to oversee this project. You're also going to need to recruit workers. So you're going to head into town this fire day and try to gather some workers. You want to go talk to Craig or the head counselor? Um, I'm going to start with the head counselor. Well, you just get people. Oh, okay. But I mean, whoever's... You're oh, getting I, you were... people with hands. Got it. Someone else is getting someone to oversee. I mean, a project manager, so to speak. Talking to counselor to the town, so I can go ahead and do that if you want. We're already getting someone to uh, that's that's going to be a specialty, a specialty person in this. I don't understand. We, he, he could do both. Uh... Uh... With the expert, because he'd already be an expert, so I wouldn't have to roll an expert. Would I? 
Isn't that no, the same if you, person? No, if you're hiring someone to oversee, nobody has to roll. You, uh, he will do that for you. Yeah, it's an, I don't. But that's a I separate have... cost from hiring someone who's a trained stonemason. Yeah, so, yeah, so hiring a seneschal is different. Like basically, Ru and I are doing seneschal jobs. Well, yeah, but for the uh, for the expert in crafting. Right. You, this he would be your expert in crafting. Yeah. Okay, so he can do both oversee and be the he, expert. Yes, yeah. he, he basically will make the crafting check okay. for you. Yeah, so you don't have to roll anything. Okay, perfect. Yeah, it works. Yeah, so we'll start with um, Tusk. Uh, Tusk head for the stairs, we could. Um, we could just go get bids. We could talk to the both of them and just... We don't actually have to talk to Baltus, but we could go right to his... Business. Business. Yeah, you can actually go into the uh, Burton Bros. Star Star yeah, that's not actually a bad idea. Talk to both, see what they say. Yeah, you take Craig, I'll take uh, this, and explain that we have, there's a number of projects going on at the moment. We're looking for, we, we, we want to get the stairs <clears> cleaned out, but uh, we're being fair and talking to everybody. It would be very interesting. And you can go in and talk to Marina Lang. Uh, Marina Lang, who is a relative of the Burton family, who runs the day to day option uh, operations of the Burton Bros. Mm -hmm. You tell her. She lets you know, oh, fantastic. I'd actually already heard that head counselor Burton had sent word down that he may be looking for some professional masonry. I've already cleared a bit of time in operations for you. Anyone's clear to see from any point here in Breach Hill that the castle has fallen into a fairly severe state of disrepair. But fortunately, we both the experts in the labor that we could have. So, this is going to be. Quite a, quite a project, I imagine. Well, it'll, be, su the it'll be several projects, uh, in fact. Uh, and so we'll be very interested in the, the people of Breach Hill to be able to help us out with them. Well, you're already ahead of things. Fantastic. So how did you wish to begin, then? The walls, I assume? Uh, unfortunately, we have need of those stairs to be cleaned out. I'm afraid uh, that the last occupants were very rough on them, and uh, the stairs have completely collapsed. But it's vital that we're able to get to the rest of the lower levels. How much you can do for refurnishing the lower levels, the basements, and the other cellars if you can't access them. So exactly makes perfect sense. So, we can certainly do that. I can send out one of our <laughs> certified masons, and if you have any questions about his backgrounds or explaining masons or anything, of course, we can have all that organized. We can meet you at the town hall and deliver everything that you require. It will be five gold pieces per day, and we'll oversee the project for you until it's completed. And do how long would you expect it to take to be completed? Well, I would need to come take a look at the area and then we can kind of assess everything and go over our options. Happy for it. Uh, it is in uh, the addition of for full disclosure, um, we, in the in the interest of fairness and to avoid uh, any appearance of impropriety given the friendly relations that we have uh, with Councillor Burton, um, we would be going and getting a quote for Crag for other projects as oh, well. Of course, I expect nothing less. Oh, of course. Just... Uh, but, but a project like this, uh, Hell Knight Hill has been a feature of the town for generations has been here near its inception. It's practically a monument. Exactly. And uh, I feel like this, first of all, I, I can't really imagine that Mr. Coldbrand uh, Tuscan really can give you a whole lot of a different kind of a quote. Uh, of, of course, you would be silly not to peruse your various options here. But he runs a much smaller business. Uh, from what we can even see with plain vision from here in the town, you're going to be quite a bit of stone. A very organized force to be able to move it up there in the first place. And Business like that, I fear, is just going to be really above the markets that poor Craig caters to. He's more better if you need a stove rebuilt or a door frame, perhaps, but an entire castle being overhauled. There's only one operation in Breach Hill with the manpower that can get you what you need, and 
a reasonable amount of time. Certainly fair, certainly a, 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 certainly a, a, an appropriate and fair assessment to give to your competition. And it's also something that I would warn that's frequently a saying goes, you get what you pay for. And should Crag offer you a lower quote, I would not be surprised because he has less manpower and less resources to muster. Expect the job to match. Uh, always a, a, a fair thing to now, worry about. with everything that uh, has come in this windfall of you recently, it's all due really to the head counselor Burton taking a chance on you and your friends at the Call for Heroes a, a month ago anyway, was it not? So... Oh I... yes, he even paid us in advance. Oh, oh no, he didn't. No, no, it was pay upon results. That's that's right. I'm, I'm sorry, I was confused. Go on. Of you course, were it's just it always does saying. well to remember where opportunities arise from initially. Of so course. Uh, one of the reasons why I, I we certainly uh, I intend to uh, give uh, give his business a good shape. Of course. Uh, so if you are free today, then I can travel. I have been waiting, as I said, the head counselor informed me you may be seeking our assistance in the future to sort of assess the situation on the stairs as it's concerned. And in fact, um, since we're going through all the trouble to go all the way up to Hell Knight Hill as it is, uh, we provide quotes on all of the projects while we're there. Simple, there would be no reason not to. <clears throat> we can see the whole castle as one massive overhaul. Hell Knight Hill restored to its former glory. The monument, the relic that Breedshell deserves. <laughs> Perhaps um, uh, without uh, so many of the uh, Asmodian relics scattered all about the place. Well, perhaps not, but it's a part of the history after all. What would be involved um, in Breach Hill if we wanted to set ourselves up as a corporation to make the accounting and everything easier? Does that exist? Heroes of Breach Hill LLC? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're already not really being taxed on any of this, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, you could absolutely register uh, with the city hall as whatever name you desire, you want you want to just be the heroes of Breach Hall. Hob Inc. Hob Inc. Hob Inc. <laughs> we Inc. are Hob Inc. That is We're happening. the Hobbs. Oh, I love it. Okay. Well, it's not just that though. We need the Hob Holding Company, and then we need. Uh, and that's the Hob, Hob Its. The furniture has to be held under a separate LLC for liability protection issues, and then we need to. Hob upholstering, of course. That's yes. it. <laughs> and uh, you know, Hob, you know. Business hub, sorts. Hub transportation. So as part of all of this, as part of your vacations, you could certainly register. And I mean, it also settles the matter of whose castle is it, really? Yeah, because that's... there are five of you exactly. who have basically no relation. Right. And, and who it, are it would... just kind of sharing this deed among yourselves. I don't yourselves. need any part of the castle. You guys can have all of <laughs> Buddy's like, I want nothing to do with this nonsense. <laughs> the, the that's thing... a white elephant if ever I saw one. The other thing is, is it would allow us to designate um, all of our resources that we get on our adventures into sort of like one pot that belongs to the group of us and so just makes things simpler from a bookkeeper Kind of what Dalren does anyway. So as you go to register, like as part of your, as part of your administrations the previous day, trying to register this as a, as a company basically to run everything through, the pages are taking out Hob, that's a, uh, well, it's kind of likes the dude. It comes across a bit odd, doesn't it? Hob, I mean, like a hobgoblin, with the just recently <clears throat> recovering from all the goblin blood wars and all that, just seems a strange choice of name. Well, you see, to... that, that's what the that's what the periods between each of the letters is for. It's an abbreviation of sorts. Yeah, you, I, I see that, but uh, well, the other logo. 
current, these two that would be good. Yeah. Currently being worked on. Uh, obviously, this is a brand new is thing. A, is it a hobgoblin? No. Okay, well, that'll... <laughs> that'll help. That can certainly help your public perceptions. <laughs> so, you take... Uh, you take Miss Lang, Maria Lang, up to Citadel Altaria and have her look everything over. Tells you the easiest things to do is clear out the courtyard and repair that northern wall. It's an interior wall. It's still largely supported. That's probably only going to take about six days of work. And honestly, if you're if cutting costs is something that's very valuable to you, you could probably manage that yourselves. Put bricks in a wall shape and drain the western side of the courtyard and level the land back up. That's pretty easy. Mm -hmm. It's about probably six days' work. Now, the general repairs, the flooring, the furnishing, and everything, that's more woodworking. She's not super clear on how that one would go. The stairs you're interested in are going to be difficult. Because mm -hmm. the stairs and the outer walls are both pretty challenging tasks. Now, really, you've got three different stair repairs. You've got the stairs going from the courtyard up the battlements, which is open air, fairly easy. Probably take four days or so, but the northern wall... Kind of the courtyard has to be prepared really before that can easily be done. Now, inside, you take her through the back door and down below, you can see the staircase leading down to the vaults where you first met the Cinder Claws. Mm -hmm. Probably also a job of four days. It's going to be a lot of digging, a lot of excavation. Uh, the whole area is very volatile. That will have to be done very carefully. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where the danger is going to overcome, and that's where you're going to want to hire a professional to oversee you. Mm -hmm. Finally, to be so I'm assuming you don't walk her to Alcina's ring. The other stairs, she can't tell how deep they go. But based on your stories with the cavern, it sounds like it's much further below than a simple basement. She estimates that'll probably take more than a week to clear out, but she doesn't know how far it is. She doesn't know exactly what they're doing, so maybe so much of an estimate. Mm. Um, the walls are also be pretty difficult, but most of them really are pretty intact. They just need to be kind of cleaned up, realigned a bit. Uh, it all looks pretty structurally sound, save for the couple places that have been physically completely broken out. Mm -hmm. Maybe eight days to repair all of that. Also probably going to want some expert oversight because they're pretty important to the integrity of the castle itself, uh, structurally. Repairing it wrong would be worse than not repairing it at all, really. Uh, five gold per day again. For five gold per day for oversight for anything you wish to hire oversight for in addition to whatever you're paying for labor. Gotcha. Uh, now, she does recommend for the stairs in the wall that rather than just hiring you know, random people who have two hands, you hire her team of specialists. Um, these are all masons themselves who are going to be much more successful, much less likely to cause any lasting damage. Mm -hmm. uh, another five gold per day, which will bring up your total of ten gold per day to have uh, Burton stun working. Uh, Burton Bros basically oversee the whole operation. Largely, you don't even have to be involved, the whole for you. And Rur, Oiled, is going to be a hero point. Why, thank you. Thank you. Okay, no, for all this ministering we're doing. You know what? You, you messed that roll up for one day. Yeah, if I mess it up twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Athlete's greatest. Now, while he's doing counts. this, you are trying to <laughs> organize labor. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a diplomacy check, which you can just roll me while you're out trying to just raggle people who have hands together to come help out. 
Malsoidans. So I know we're in fairly decent shape uh, financially at the moment, but um, with these rates, we could burn our reserves incredibly quickly. Quite big projects. We'll definitely need to take care of what we can on our own. I don't see why, other than clearing stairs, we have to do anything. Well, you don't. You don't have to do any of this. You can just take a day trip through the caves every time you want to also this ring. But uh, even with the stairs, the rest of this is just stuff you can do. Uh, that'll um, be a 27. The 27. You have a lot of good faith in the town right now. And you are a very personable and, honestly, Resme is a relatively attractive elven lady going around trying to get peasants to help her out. Uh, you managed to rustle together help that will cost you only five silver a day for whatever project you want to send them to, and they will be with you to the project's completion, which I believe you were trying to get them for the stairs. Yeah. They will help you for the full duration of clearing out all of the stairs for five silver pieces a day. Wow. Okay. okay, so we got the entirety of the stairs for one gold, plus whatever expert we have to Well, the buy. entirety of the stairs is it, like yeah, four days, four days, And then possibly seven. seven. So yeah. this, the stairs is the biggest project. Yeah, so we, we have the, the goblins for half price and these guys for half price to do the first section of the stairs. Uh, the, <clears throat> we'd be five silver for all of it together, honestly, with that diplomacy check okay. to get people together. You'd be paying a total of five silver. And so we don't need breach. So, so Burton Bros. We have so Burton Bros. is offering two different uh, services. Two different services. Oversight, and yep. then they're offering skilled spatial, labor. Skilled labor. Yep. And the skilled labor, it seems, is probably more important is. for the walls. Yeah. It is also yeah. The skilled labor you'd be paying instead of the five silver for everyone that she got to agree to help you be paying be five, five gold. gold for her company. Oh. It's literally ten times the price. Yeah. Now, we would offer obviously the same deal to. I cannot remember the name of the Tusk other Tuskhead, Craig Coldbrand. Yeah. Old dwarf that runs Tuskhead. And what, I guess, would be their quotes? Because it, it would have been the exact same process. Yeah, as you as you come in to talk to Craig, uh, he seems confused at first. Hell Knight here. The, the castle. That Hell Knight Hill up north of town? Yep. That one right there. Well, I, uh, We'd certainly be more than happy to work on it. Uh, to make a great name for ourselves. What do you, what do you need exactly? How do you give him the specifics of what you would need for your various projects? Well, this is a hell of an opportunity, Mr. Uh, Ashbloom. Mr. Ashbloom, as it is. We'd be glad to help you out in any way we can. I don't, I don't know that we've really got uh, enough of a force to get up there and do the jobs ourselves. But if, if you can find enough hands, we can supply the stone and know-how. We can certainly handle all of that in four gold pieces a day. I can head up and oversee the project myself. <laughs> I'd clear the slate for this one. All right. It's a bit well, of a part, you see. Yes, of course. Stone working. <laughs> all right, he puns. That immediately puts him ahead in my book. <laughs> so just, just for the sake of making sure that you understand fully what you're getting into, would you like to spend a part of your day to come up and take a look at everything? Uh, independently, Rur would take Craig yeah, I love it. up to look at well. Yep. Uh, look as well. I go back down the other side of the very We organized this ahead of time. Very effective fire day here. Organizing potential help for cheap. The professional town council company and asking the little guy we do it a bit cheaper. We can do it about 20% cheaper to oversee. So he'll oversee everything himself, leave whoever you got. He doesn't have hands to offer you. Uh, but he's got eyes and he's got knowledge. 
Looking over the time estimates he gives you are largely the same. Uh, it's gonna take him probably eight days. He looks around the other walls, just pointing all of that. Ask it take three, four days to put this one together. It's much smaller. We can probably fix that one up in about an afternoon. Those are ones your main concern here. Looking at four days, right all together for these walls. I went through the inner courtyard. Uh, drain this out. It's gonna be a right mess. But uh, six days, we can probably get this northern wall put together. The structure is mostly still sound. Just the outer stone itself is crumbled. And pretty much the same time frames. So slightly cheaper. We provide the labor. At twenty percent is significantly cheaper. Yeah, gold is a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. And a significant I, price. And a gold a us, day. And yeah, I have already, already got us the labor for like a tenth of the price. So I mean, I I definitely think that we should use um, we should use Crag for um, projects that we can definitely get together. As far as Burton Brothers, I mean, politics should indicate that we should probably use them for something. Um, Politically speaking. Now, it's worth mentioning, all these oversight and organized help you're hiring are going to do this work. You don't all have to, like, be here standing around helping yeah. and watching. You can um, all largely go back to your normal lives. You can, can all earn income. You can do your jobs to offset some of this cost. Mm. You can My earned income is, like, two silver a day. You are that was before you leveled. You are significantly. You have learned a lot in the last month. But isn't there a um, there's a limit for the like farming itself? Yeah, it's limit for what the town can support. Really, Breachel's a level five town, so you can absolutely do level four farming. Okay. Um and. Level, level four farming. farming. It just sounded amazing. The RuneScape. Now. We, no, we just went into Sims mode. Be no, really it's RuneScape. Honest. Yeah, it's RuneScape. So That's you how mafia do... works. <laughs> <laughs> so you you now, with your new oversight, with the incredible amount of growth you've had in the last, like, three weeks, are wildly more effective. I mean, the, the amount of money you're going to make is... It's harder. I mean, you have to hit much higher DCs, so it is harder. But... You've had all this time with like with Renali, who's got totally separate insight and can What's help out. What's a critical and... success in farming? Like, what does that look like you, exactly? I don't an know. Apple... It's your farm. What does it look like? <laughs> an apple tree. How do you critically succeed I, like, at farming? I throw an apple seed to the ground and it hits just so poof. hard that it's like poof. poof. <laughs> Basically, every other I mean, farm I can is do the that. kind of blight that hit their apples. Uh, yeah, and it's your more, it's more the deal like making. Like, unless you critically fail, your farm is growing. But you might have to. Everybody wants to get buddies. You're the hero of Breachill. Mm -hmm. They want Buddy's beats. Like <laughs> beats by Buddy. That's like, Your buddy. face is actually like stamped onto every beat, like in heat. Like there's like a little brand. You, you brand each you one. You brand each beat. Mm -hmm. Just you and your Bud head. Spuds. Bud Spuds <laughs> with his head on it. Just a hat. Just a hat. a hat. Each one has a little cowboy head. Just on top of each individual potato. There you go. I could also just go help with Castle Bit, so I'm, I've got pretty strong arms. I can do it. Well, or I could pick I things I literally up. took I a feat called fine. Ward Medic, so I know what I'm going to be doing. So with a fire day spent organizing, Rory's Workman's Comp. It brings you to the beginning. <laughs> the be uh, oh. You're a bad person. Oh. Dead on the job? No, I'm the <laughs> I'm the company doctor. That's Horrific <laughs> workplace injuries. Call 1-800-RUR, please help. Yeah. 1-800-RUR help would actually fit. 1-800-RUR help. <laughs> <laughs> 
Our talented Serenite clerics will get on your case immediately. The light, healing light of the sun will tend to you. Come to the free granola bar. Free granola bar. We're getting you a new shirt. One eight hundred. Oh man. One eight hundred. Help. One eight hundred. Help. Trademarks here first on the two perception show of Nope. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it. For subsidiary of Paizo, it's their trademark here. Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> um. Not one a one thing we could do. Games on, boys. Games yeah, on. Here it comes. Here it comes. Um. If we wanted to salvage the Burton relationship, if there's one thing we do need skilled labor and only skilled labor for, it's going to be repairing Elsa's ring. I don't want. I don't. So the problem with Elsa's ring is largely, you will need a little assistance physically, but you don't need. But what I mean is, once we get. So it's once not really the, a good bargaining chip, basically. What, what I'm saying. saying is once the work starts to get down there where people can see what it is, I really don't want, like, just any old people working down there. I would, I would prefer to have specifically the man who knows absolutely nothing about magic or any in inclinations of what this ring could possibly be. They, I don't think they will, but I, I, I do think that they might. Well, Bird knows about it now. Well... well yeah, but what, what's that going to do? He already knows about it. It's his business. It's up to you. I'm just saying we snub him. It's not going to be good. Well, I don't want to snub him. I'd like to actually find something to go and, and pay for his outrageous uh, <laughs> his outrageousness. Um, certainly, we have the uh, outer walls, the courtyard, and the wall, which actually we were going to do ourselves. Really, the stairs and the outer walls were the only projects that we really needed their support on, right? What's to stop us from hiring both to do different things at the same time? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, That's nothing what we're going to do. Suppose you could do multiple projects. Really our budget. Yeah. That's the only thing. Well, the enormous gold drain. <laughs> why don't we hire Bert and their company to do the stairs mm -hmm. so that they can feel good about themselves? Because the stairs is going to be the most expensive project anyway. I think actually it'd be better to hire them to do the walls I because agree. it's cheaper because it'll be quicker, but it will take it'll be more visible in the long run, so it'll be a bigger feather in their hat. While the Good stairs point. are vital, and because it's such a smaller workspace, a door crags, fits in there better. Not what I was thinking, but it's <laughs> true. It's I did true. forget one thing: the battlements themselves are something that they both would have been able to look out for you. That's pretty intricate, and that's like a, a, a castle-wide restoration. The battlements have almost entirely kind of That can faded. come later. That's a 28-day project. Yeah. 28-day? We're not worried about that right now. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll save that for, we'll save that yeah, for you later. You don't need to do all this, like, right now. Like, we gotta do it all right now. Good point. Today. You really gotta fix the stairs. You have, like... Yeah, but while no urgency here. But while we're in the groove of getting everything taken care of, why not take care of it? As money. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically that's basically. We have enough money to cover at least the essentials. But that's all of our money. No, <laughs> we actually don't know how much of that money we have because we don't know how much of it we spent at Salsotar. That's true. You have a mystical amount of money, right? Or now. how much we sold is, stuff for. So, this is actually how budgeting works. You're basically yeah. budgeting with dollars that you don't know how much of it or how much you have. So, so we're a government. It's, anyway. We're basically a government or a large organization. 
Go find the church Small Evidar. loan of a million dollars. So let's... Oh. Oh. I did Let's fix the stairs first and see where we are. <laughs> that's, that's exactly... Let's let's fix the courtyard. And the stairs. And so the stairs with this weekend, uh, you've been back in town for a week. Renali is staying with you, Lord, the whole time, right? She's, mm-hmm. she's staying at a resume's place. Yeah. And over that time, in order to at least help out somewhat... She has been working on teaching you Wongi. So your Wongi is becoming significantly better. And she's seems very reticent to go into town ever, really. When you guys go into work on these things, she doesn't really want to follow. She just wants to kind of stay your place is out of town. She likes that out of the stone walls as much as possible. And really doesn't want to get involved until it comes to Alcida's ring. And even then, she knows there's not much she can probably do with that. She just kind of wants to go through the portal. She's getting sort of antsy after a week or so, but at least it's much... She continues. It's not. It's nothing against you. Well, I mean, part of my work is... Um, yeah, sorry. Um, as a diplomat, I'm not just a diplomat um, with people. Um, I also um, talk to elementals and, and other things around that Spooters. may impact the town, making sure that the local spirits are kept in check. <laughs> Fire that's just not just delete the town. Exactly. It's always good. Um, so it's kind of part of her responsibilities as the emissary to sort of do that, and not a lot of people aside from Burton and a couple of other people know that that's what she does, but she would take Rinaldi with her when she does that, because she might find that interesting. She could certainly find it interesting. She, uh, she doesn't speak any of the elemental languages, so she has no idea what's being said, but, uh... I think also part of the reason why we're trying to go get the stairs down as quickly as possible is so we can kind of shoo this spider. You do have a human spider. To where they're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not so, really bothered So, starting with Starday, what is the plan? Who are we sending to the stairs? And what are we repairing? We have resumes organized some helpers over the course of a day that are willing to help real cheap with the goblins, or you can hire Burton's specialists. Uh, let's use Burton's specialists for the walls. We can just offer them the walls. We'll say, I think the walls would be great for you. It'll be a, a, a shining reminder of Burton's skill on display for all who behold the Citadel. And we're going to hire Craig for the stairs. And we're yep. going to hire Craig for the stairs. And all we're right, going to so use the assisted so help. So you're spending four and a half gold per day on projects, in which I'm assuming you're gonna probably do the stairs to the vaults and then also his ring and just leave the leave the battlement stairs for now. We'll leave the battlement stairs alone, yeah, for now. All right, they they still have a ladder; they're fine. So <laughs> they do actually. We brought that ladder up ourselves. Ladder specifically for them. So none of you need you, just, you certainly don't all need to be here for this. Who wants to try to work your uh, your normal your clerical jobs probably in the town hall or with a. Uh, Black task. You. Um, the other thing I want to do now that I'm back is I want to find a general manager uh, for the inn that I fixed so that she doesn't destroy everything I did in short order. She owns it. She was. She doesn't want to hire a general manager. Oh. Yeah. It, no, 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 no. I know you're trying to get. We we already have real estate business. We can't also go into hospitality. Just <laughs> we could. Um. Look, you made Del Red rich. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Um, but no, I would be doing my normal Spending job. Spending money! <laughs> so, you've got plenty that can be done administering the town. Uh, Esfis, buddy, 
How about you guys? I'm just gonna go help with the castle. Okay, like, you help with the castle, Aspis? Yes. Help with the castle? Help with the castle. Do my job. Do your job. Do How about you, Dora? Um, so... I I'm, I'm I appear to be the only one of, of, of the heroes of Breach Hill who are, are just kind of watching our funds drizzle through our fingers and, and despairing at the sight of it. Um, I, I'd be interested in trying to find a way to actually get some income. Uh, I don't know if there's a way that we can um, do our job. We could do our jobs and get money. That's true. Are you trained in crafting? I am trained in crafting, actually. And that is almost certainly producing something of value to the town. Uh, there are numerous people that you could work for and mm-hmm. not to help them. Uh, the one who would be the most immediately welcoming to the thought of hiring you on and giving you some money would be Fatal B. Busker. Hey, perfect. Who, after your success with the Call for Heroes and finding both the bandits he's been hiring for in the first place and what had happened to the Singing Spears, well, Dalren, you've made a fairly interesting discussion. And searching for something to do. They'll always use assistance. Wagons break constantly. Nearly nobody in town goes to the bother to maintain them and hold two hands myself. A wagon in a barn is safe, but that is not what wagons are built for. Exactly. They're so weird. And around Rachel, there is a lot, a lot of work to be done. Well, I'm happy to assist and uh, at the, and benefit benefit us both. We'll start you resetting axles. I've got two in here that need done for, for a couple of the farms outside of town. I'll show you what to do and competent here as well. How's the job, right? Of course. Uh, so I worked many jobs like this my, when I first showed up to Breachill. It's no stranger to me. I do look forward, at the very least, to hearing more of the tale of your exploits outside of town. It seems like it's been quite interesting. It, it is, and they'll make for good stories. So, you will roll a crafting check. Uh, it, it, that's a session reroll. <laughs> It'll reroll. Unless an eleven check. is good enough. I wonder if I could hold classes for the guards. You still make money on a failure. You just don't make as much. Oh, probably not worth the reroll then. Critical yes, failure, you pay it. the townspeople for wasting hey, time. Hey, that's significantly better. Uh, that's going to be a 26. Well, a 26, you will succeed. You are trained. You will be making five silver pieces a day working for Vusker. Mm-hmm. So you will offset the cost of your labor down to four gold. Uh, you can roll your lore politics, I feel like, is a reasonable one to... Well, what, what are you... I have crafting... Healing, I think. That's Medicine, really religion, nature, and politics. Society. It's just one, and it's not trained. Because you're kind of archivist work. I feel like the actual work itself would probably be more society. I didn't get sent. Um, I didn't get sent here to help with the local politics. I got sent here to fix the books for someone else. That's fair. So what are you doing then? What's your work? Well, I was going to see if people needed medical assistance. So we'll uh, run Rur's Finer Church of Healing. <laughs> I'm telling you, there'll be plenty of smashed thumbs. does not have a ton of demand for this. Broken feet. But, but we're uh, going to have a lot of people working in a potentially dangerous area. That is true. Uh, we'll go ahead and roll me on acid check. <laughs> That's a halfling luck. <laughs> well... I guess I can choose Halfling Luck. That's an 18. Uh, with an 18, you will succeed. So I kind of uh, want to Halfling Luck that. Roll it higher. You, I think Halfling Luck will trigger specifically in a failure. It, that's true. So yeah, you uh, can't actually use it on success. So we're making three silver. So we're on 3.7 gold. Well, I today. guess 
I don't want to spend my hero point on that. No. <laughs> no. Um, two questions. Number one, um, does Vaz own her shop? Not anymore. <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> um, so I guess... Was the deed to Vaz's shop? Was Vaz's shop on Vaz? That was my next question. No. Dang it. Um, the... I want to go find it. Well, that's in not hard to find. It's in the city council. It's, uh, uh, it's registered. registered. It's not... Most buildings do not have the deeds to their business just laying on a table in the basement. Most so, buildings are also not castles. You just a, can't just, yeah, it's... It's so, basically going to stay vases until taxes come yeah, due and would, they don't you get would paid have and they repossess it. from the city okay. to repossess That's it. what I was asking. Um, it's not free real estate. I'm just imagining... not free real estate. <laughs> I'm just imagining Resme just starts her own, like, hitman service where all she does is she's like, hey, can you investigate this door for me? Yeah, sure. But if you want to keep working the services that you, your, your yeah. diplomat services with, uh, I think society is probably more applicable yeah. for a lot of what That's you're fine. doing. Give me a society check. Are it you trained or extraneous? It was there the whole time. Am... It made her evil. <laughs> I don't use diplomacy for my diplomacy stuff? Well, you don't use it to work. Okay, that's fine. Society's oh. fine. Um, I am trained. Trained? All right. Do with expert, did I make more than three? It's uh, actually even a level two task. I have the whole table right here. Wait, why is it level two? Because I told you there's not a lot of command for it. It's level two oh, task. Oh, gotcha. This is what you were brought here to do, so you can roll a society check. 19. 19 is exact lethal. Seven silver, bringing you down to three gold a day in expenses. Uh, assuming that what were and Resme and you are making is going directly into a yes. community fund and not to yourselves because I mean, you're earning it yourself. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll uh, throw it into the community pool. Did you want pool. to do something, Esfus? I have honestly no idea how I could contribute money because all my stuff has always been going with Buddy and helping Nereen on dangerous tasks when it's harvesting time and it's not harvesting Buford, you time. you got a farm. You don't want a farm? Well, also, well, you're I can't, a hunter. Like, you could go get people meat. In shortened days. You'd have a you'd have full days because it's you got the entire time these stairs are being worked on. It's gonna be at least like a week and a half. So I can't help out with that. You you, you can. Your one hand, unless you want to, well you roll the checks instead of your professional. Like you're just one more person in the whole organized labor team. I mean, I can do farming. That's fine. That's a, no, you can totally. Right, you know, like you right. can help out. It's just like it's not. You're just one more person. That makes yeah. a huge difference. Uh, so what would that be? Lower farming. Uh, lower farming, absolutely yes. Okay, so that would be... Uh, Farming's mostly knowledge. Uh, 14. Uh, with a 14, you, yeah, it is farming. You'd make about probably eight copper pieces. So it's you have a humble little farm. It hasn't exploded in success recently. Yeah, I figured as much. But you end up paying a little under three gold a day for work. For the, uh, the stone work, rather. And as time passes... One, two, three, four days later, the stairway down to the vaults, the basements beneath Altarian, is repaired and ready. It's cheap. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight days later, they would make their way down to Alcida's room. But somewhere in there, you're going to have to re-administer, which is functionally going to cost you like a gold because you're not earning income that day. Right. You two are going to have to go back in and re-keep up your work with the city council. Yeah. So, roll yep. me your aid check. Oh, uh, that's to assist is not going to do that. It's only a 15. All right, so then it is up it to... It didn't critically fail. I didn't critically fail. It's up to rear. <clears throat> it 
It's up to halfling luck. It's up to halfling luck. It's up to my hero point. I saw a one on that. Yeah, points. it went from a six to a one. <laughs> we're going to take this hero point. Matter of fact, we're going to set the red dice down. I'm going to put it back in chaos. And you're not going to critically fail in the midst of uh, your main project going on right now. I'm not now. even going to look at it. Well, oh, God. You should have looked at it. It's a 10. A lot of dead silence. A 10 critically fails. So, halfway through your project, after a few weeks... That was a six on, to a one to a three. Working on Citadel Altarian. The head counselor notices the kind of bit of stringing along here that's happening. And uh, Burton is not particularly pleased about it. He, you continue about your business. He reminds you of the exemptions that you're being given for no return at the moment. But deigns to move a little more of the operations that he's been kind of handling for you onto your load. Functionally, that is going to make it a constant effort to just run your projects, uh, meaning that you're going to need to continue administering these teams. So... you need to continue making the diplomacy check instead of working to keep everyone here. So it's going to cost you seven more silver a day for the remaining one, two, three, four, five, six, seven days. So 4.9 gold. And Burton basically says, we can return to this in two weeks and uh, see how the situation is settled then. You actually cannot even attempt to administer Altarian again for some time. So what happens when we don't administer it because he won't let us? Well, making everything function is going to be a lot harder. Mm -hmm. uh, without any government assistance of the proper channels really working for you, the bureaucracy doing its red tapiest, I'm going to need you to make a diplomacy check to keep them working. And that is going to be at a minus four. Uh, so that's going to be a 19. With a 19, you keep the teams that you already have going. Uh, you are still paying Crag, so he's perfectly happy to help out. But the next Oath Day, 27th of Calistril, nearing the end of the month, to recruit any teams or hire anybody for a further project is going to be very so it sounds like we should probably not do that until yeah. we are able to get this administrative burden cleared up. Yeah, that's fine. That said, you have the stairs all the way down to all Sitter's Ring. That's all we really Here. care about. You got what you want, yeah. So what's left now, with much easier access to the Ayudara, set deep beneath the earth. Fix it. Oh. Fixing it... Is it something you're going to need to hire a labor task for at the moment? Not something you're going to need a stoneworking professional. It's something that you are going to have to work at. Magic. So, several weeks later, the stairs finally cleared. Buford's farm 
doing well as it always has, really. Hang it out, make some money. It's a subsistence. You live. Forty point seven four <laughs> gold to for the stair project. Clear down. I'll never have to do it again, unless another giant lizard dragon um, destroys your stairs. Once we do all this stuff, Keep, in the... they have to be on leashes. Nick, once <laughs> we do all the stuff on the back end, I'll build us an Excel spreadsheet with everything. But I just did all the work. Yeah. Like I'm good. We, no, no, good. no. You're fine. I got you. You just want to build an Excel sheet. Yes, you I can do. go and build your Excel sheet. It's fine. So, the group of you that oath day, since you don't have a citadel to administer, because the city council needs a week or so to cool down here. I'm not particularly happy with you. Specifically Head. one person on the council. Well, it's kind of the leader, so... Yeah. <laughs> of the ones to have upset with you, that is the worst. The group of you head back down. Also, does rain. You've already identified largely the problem, the portal misalignment. Repairing it is going to be the work of a few days. Now, this is something you definitely could do yourself. Um, you don't need any particular expertise. And it can be done in two parts. The first part is the managing of the physical. There's actually kind of two ways you can do this because it's an oddly intricate task. The things you're doing aren't so much shaping stone as working channels and enchantments and connections. You can do this either with a crafting check or with a thievery check because the same kind of skills that would apply there will largely translate over to this. I'll take thievery. The second would be a check to identify magic to be able to spend your time using your magic to shape this back and how it's supposed to function. I can do that. Um, now, only one of you can make each of these checks. Is that but Arcana? It would be any any identified magic. All four. Arcana, nature, religion, occult. Uh, and actually, no, it's not even unique. Any number of you can roll at these, and uh, results are what they are. So, right. Buford, are you going to come down and help with this? Are you going to keep work on the farm? I can come down and help. You all gonna come down? Is everyone gonna come down and help? I'll help with theory. I yeah, I mean, it's the day after the ring's finally uncovered. I yeah. figure everyone's gonna come and be like, have we did Rinaldi it? as well. Rinaldi would definitely come down, having spent nearly a month in Larisme's house, basically. Uh, occasionally coming out, well, often coming out to follow her around to her job, commuting with nature and doing druid stuff with the elements. Or riding um, my... But is the door working yet? She, to... could, she could also ride around on my horse if she really needs to get out. I Two horse gonna like her. things <laughs> have, uh, have changed here. Both Rinaldi has taught you much more fluent Mongi, and you're, you know Mongi perfectly fine now. And Renali has much better Talde. Mm. He can communicate with a group of you easier. And so as you come down there, so what do we do? Magic. Yeah, now we attempt to fix, to, it. to fix the magic. I can help with magic. Magic, I know. Okay. Stairs, not not so much. How are the stairs? How the stairs come out, by the way? Uh, the stairs are perfectly fine. They are functional stairs. I love it. Uh, you would have the set that doubles back on itself, heading down to the vaults, and then going down, doubling back six times to Alceta's ring much further below. Mm. It's much deeper beneath than the normal vaults. And that dog did number on this thing. <laughs> yeah, it was quite an impressive amount of stairs to collapse. <laughs> yeah. It's a record for number of broken stairs. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I can help with magic perhaps okay we have key yes 
well. What do we do? Um, so for today, um, as my primal um, cantrip, I would have taken Read Aura so that I can use Read Aura and Detect Magic in concert, and I don't need okay. anyone to be doing it So for roll me uh, an Arcana or a Nature Check, take your pick, to try and guide the team along here. Um, well, do you want to do the... Uh, do the magical the check first. Part? I can do that. Okay. You, can, you can do both checks, so if you want to do the no. Whoever wants to... You Use can take, your cantrips to try to leave You can this. take thievery. Yeah. And I'll do that part. Okay. Um, so I will take Arcana. And um, what I'm going to do is, um, as part of trying to kind of paint a picture for you for what we're doing, I'm kind of going to make it pictured for you as like a magical lattice. Kind of like a, like a spider's web or a spindle. Almost like you're uh, knitting. And I'm going to kind of outlay the pattern for you so that you know how to manipulate things so that we match up when we're working. Okay. So... Because I feel like that's something you can understand. Oh, yeah. As you lead him in this, give me your check. What what uh, skill are you using? Arcana. Arcana. Give me your Arcana check. Deception. I'm going to trick the magic in No! You you're just stupid spell. You just <laughs> trick us, miss. No. <laughs> hey, what is this? <laughs> just sucked it to hell. <laughs> that is going to straight to a greater plane of fire. Yeah. Math now. Eleven That's... plus nine is twenty. Uh huh. Well, the twenty. You cast your simple old cantrips here. Your radar and take magic. Kind of suss out exactly what it is you're supposed to be doing. And as you work to start to draw out the essence of this portal. A physical manifestation, a blast of orange energy, arcs out from the stone, striking Resume. Knocking her down. You are clumsy too, and cannot attempt to fix the portal again today. Uh, huh. Let's sketch you our way and from that. And a Renali. What happened? Um. No, dear. The strings are more elastic than I thought they were. More like rubber bands. They doesn't... really hurt. It's like they went right into my nose face. Something. Uh, the portal is. Dangerous. Yeah, did she may be the case. Did you know that? How is this so that wrong? That it's orange? The Cinder Claws had come through this with no no troubles. Master Dalrin It should be orange. fine. It, she possibly just underestimated the magic she was working with, and thing. this is the backlash. So what do we do? Uh, we do better. Yeah, I sit down and I take an attempt at this. All right. We're going to all just get laid out. Nolly's going to step back. <laughs> yeah. Back closer towards the fountain than a statue of Ketifus looking at this archway. Nolly's... Resume's on the ground, confused and out of it. Rur, use his religion. By the, the power of Saren Ray guides my hand off the table. 26. With a 26, you manage to connect. You 
weave through the auras of conjuration layered one over the other on this portal and start to see misalignments how it's wrong what needs to be done what mistakes have happened here what's led this astray you will be able to guide somebody else on a physical check either crafting or thievery to try to follow you in helping to physically reshape this into a usable state a job that certainly requires some finesse either way so buddy don't come near this you have wow <laughs> you Buddy's have the arrowhead you have the arrowhead right now I'm using it as a focus basically to almost tap into the magic of this portal I don't Three have magical lock picks I will attempt the thievery check you do the best at it so it's very fine work he guides you on uh, what seems almost random not even so much as making physical changes to the stone stone it's just seeming to Raw, almost a, a scratch line, which doesn't even—it doesn't leave a mark on the surface. You're not chiseling anything; You're just almost dragging a tool across it. Or a tap here, a tap there. Make me a thievery check. That will be a session reroll. Oh, okay. That will be a hero. Play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's difficult work. Change dice. The portal is the hardest thing, uh, hardest enemy we've overcome so far in our adventures. That will be a 28. Hey. Nice. With a 28. I was worried you were gonna get another three. It's not fast going, it's not a quick process. It's gonna take you an impressive amount of time. Uh, honestly, most of the day being led through little bits, taps, small refinements straightening this magic in real life and late in the afternoon as he directs you to let's say another familiar seemingly random location he's totally messing with you this entire time. a beak of an owl I fixed it in five minutes tap there while holding simply run tip of a chisel straight down from below the edge of the leaf and as you do a wash of magic flashes through the portal the surface of the stone rippling misting over everything that was once flat and this bit of char in the center of the archway gives way flowing almost like liquid rippling through from where you had touched across the face of the thing, leaving an open portal of swirling white mist. As mm. Nolly looks at it. You've done it! That is it! That is the the uh, portal! You live in smoke? It's not smoke. It's through to other side. Ah. But... You fixed it. Well no. done. It turns out that when they came through, they must have done something improper on, on the passage through because it was muddled. The, the magic wasn't smoothly connecting like it should have been. And thanks to the ministrations of Esvis, it's, it's fixed, but what 
in the hell could they have done to cause this? Thank you both. I... It's much less orange now. It, this looks much better. This this is color when we had passed through originally. When I had followed through this portal. And this is what had happened when the Cinderclaws had opened it with the key. This, I believe, is as it should be. Well, then, Mali, um, this seems to be your way home. I, I would hope so, yes. I think, I think this is it. Do you need anything before you leave? We're going with her. What are you talking about? We can't go with her. We still have to get Citadel Altarian in, in shape. No, the... we're totally going with her. That makes no sense. Well, I don't think she's purely coherent. Per- That's perhaps fair. it, it, it does. When I came through here, like cycle, two cycles ago, the Cinder Claws had come through, had come through the portal to do whatever it was they had, uh, they had been searching for. Well, coming here for conquest or whatever. I have not been through and portal has been damaged. Ever this energy, fire and magic, the something does not seem right. I. What she's oh, trying to, to say is that there's bad home, guys on the other side. I do not know what has come of the Ekujai tribe, or if the Cinder Claws across. I do not know if it is safe. The portal cannot be seen through. It is missed. We could wait until nightfall and um, perhaps ex- take a experimental step to the other side. Dalrin, that's just silly. What does it matter if it's nightfall here? It's not going to be nightfall there. We of course don't... it will. Why wouldn't it be? Sun, it's the same sun in the sky. That's stupid. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is just I don't. If we're stepping into another dimension, I literally do not know like what we're crossing. Like it could very well be a different time on when, the other side. When I came through cycles ago, this portal led to a tunnel. There was a long tunnel, simple and stone. A hallway connecting worlds. Portal is not direct. Through this is all, not money. But second portal at far end lead through to destination. Ekujai had word for it, but I, I cannot recall. Hmm. So it doesn't go directly to the Milwaukee Gate. It goes to space sort of between worlds. An it's interdimensional. Tunnel. Did, were there any other gates in that tunnel, or just the one? It was a simple passageway from the first portal to this one. Hmm. It had sure no there branches. Was, there was some reason for it, but well, curious. Well, it makes sense if you think about the way elves came here. They would have wanted a buffer. 
This isn't like normal passageways. Well, no, of course not. Uh, but uh, regardless, um... we. I have spent cycles here. I can wait one more day. You. Will you come with me? Of course. Oh, I'm in. I suppose we'll have to try to get our affairs in order here. Well, if all is well, you can simply return. Portal is open. Yeah, like we don't have to like you stay have, there forever. You have the key. You can open it at your desire now that it seems to work. Oh, very well. I suppose I, I had still planned. That's true. I but can I close it? We should be able to. We shouldn't be able to, and we should do. We do not want to leave open for whatever case. Nothing has come through yet. This is promising? Unless the hallway is really long, and they're in there right now. They could be waiting for us to step through unawares. We should close portal, maybe? Yeah, that's Come a good idea. back tomorrow with armor, weapons, magic, or whatever weight in the mist. That's Agreed. wise. Granola. Lots of granola. I need to get a brand new bag. Could be a long trip. There's no granola in the portal. You come with me. Maybe someday if it works you can visit my home. But otherwise it's safe. You come back. No problems. Perfect. It should so. be fine. I reckon that you close it the same way you open it, you just touch it. Uh, you would touch it and you would need to use an incantation. You now know how this thing works. Yeah. And by simply activating the latent magic in the key, you would be able to seal the portal one more time. That is so cool. Returning as the mist fades with a shimmer. Once again, blank. Well then, one last night for me. I'm sorry. In your home, I suppose. I, I, I do not like to pose, but it's. It's really no imposition. It's nice to have the company. We'll take the hidden passage back to the pig's ear. It's a shorter walk. Fair. And you don't have to be out in the cold. I appreciate this. It is, fortunately, we're lucky getting warmer outside. Yeah, I've been going through firewood at a crazy pace. So, you guys would head back into town for a night at least of preparation, a day of readying for whatever is going to come of this. Gathering our non-specific gear. Gathering your non-specific mm -hmm. gear. Well, what all, what all are you doing for preparations? Is there anything in particular that you... Uh, Thing you take care of reloading <laughs> reloading definitely sounds like a good idea um i mean gathering uh gathering weapons uh probably bringing supplies at the very least uh, e even if we're not gonna i mean are we planning on actually sojourning into mwangi from here or just seeing renali safely home well Possibly you have a couple a of you I have a couple of concerns. You know the veracity, the efficiency of this portal, getting it set up for back and forth transit, something the council's interested in. Mm -hmm. And you still 
have no idea what the Cinder Claws actually came here for. Right. But the portal's functioning again. I don't know how many of there's these keys there might be. Likely they just, they their goal was likely to seize the ring itself um, and secure the surrounding areas. I doubt there's anything else in Breach Hill that would make want to be here. I um, think we're going to need to go through and investigate and make sure we got who we needed to get so that they're no longer a threat to our home. Very well. Well, I mean, that sounds good to me. Let's uh, go and prepare for a bit of a campaign. Uh, supplies, stocks, things of that nature. Perhaps we can bring something back that we can also rub in the counselor's faces. Like yeah. a monkey. We have two of those in the no, 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 a real one. There are still two monkeys in the town cells. Should we take them they back They don't with know us? what to do with them, so they're just there. Should we take them back to Mwangi? Why? They'll just go rejoin there. Now, maybe if the cult is interested in a hostage exchange, we could use them as bargaining chips, but I don't see any I don't utility. believe the cult would care that much. I nope. don't we, see any What utility. you say, the cult's leadership was immediately fireballing his own members, so... See, I'm sure that they probably would not want to go back for punishment so they can perhaps start lives elsewhere. Or if they're stupid enough to go back and try to tell their leaders, then they'll meet the same fate that Gludvarge did with us. We could just ask them what they want to do. Or we could just ignore them because they're criminals and they are part of an evil cult. Perhaps we should uh, gather more information about what's on the other side of the portal before we make any conclusions of that nature. Fair. But I'm sure in the future the council might appreciate the loss of the expense of having to feed them at the very least. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you refill your arrows, restock rations in case, ready yourselves. Make sure we have a rope. Make sure you have <laughs> a rope. Yeah. I have to, yeah, I have to replenish my rope. The next morning. Get clothes for warmer weather. Yeah. yeah. That is a good point. Fire day. I don't think that they would have any of those around at the time, would they? 28th of cholesterol. I got my bikini. More than a month. More than a month after the call for heroes that brought everyone together originally to just investigate a goblin distress signal or warble. You head down to the teleportation circle, the ancient elven Ayudara, below your castle. With Rinali, your new spider friend woman. Who's Rinali going for? The key to the Hunter's Gate. Touching it to the stone once more, you reactivate the magic inside the portal. Once again, you open Hunter's Gate. The stone giving way this skewering mist. No idea what lies beyond it. What the Cinder Claws came here for in the first place. What the situation may even be. Ready as we're going to be. Booted up. Arms and armor prepared. Magic at our sides. Who wants to step first through the portal? I don't know if that's such a good idea. Uh, I'll give it to you because I know you're so excited about it, but... Alrighty um, then. I'm sorry, this is the only... I've dreamt of this my whole life. I didn't even think this was possible, please. 
I mean, I guess if you feel like you missed. We'll be right behind you. Step okay. through and you just hear a loud thwack. <laughs> Tongue comes out and grabs her. <laughs> do not again! Um, just so close the portal. I do have a wooden shield. <laughs> no. I'm not stupid. I am going to put up my wooden shield. So if there is something pointy on the other side, at least the shield can take You some. raise your wooden shield with no idea what you could possibly be heading into, but not taking any risks. And take the step out of Hell Night Hill and out of the first chapter of the Age of Ashes. When we come together next week, everybody, we begin the next act of this story, the next chapter of our journey, as we discover what lies beyond the gate of the Ayodara. What's on the other side of Hunter's Gate? And what more still lays in wait for the heroes of Bridge Hill? I'm thinking it's level so five. Exciting. It is definitely level five. With Hunter's Gate repaired, you all would be fifth level. You would have been fifth level during your preparations this morning, so you can throw those third level spells on there, you oh, too. Yeah. And this is a whole new adventure. Yeah. We're going somewhere far beyond Wait. this little town in the East Gary Hinterlands. You get the thing you've been wanting. We're gonna get some cool fifth level stuff, You're I'm sure. So... I doubt that, but it's okay. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this journey so far. It's a pretty good first chapter, I think. Twelve sessions nice. to get through Act 1 of the Age of Ashes. And next week, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, we'll be here, the same place, twitch.tv slash official with the beginning book two.